listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hello, everybody. Hi. Recording live from somewhere. Lord, all night and this and crew. Follow me now. Listen, say hi, take your shit, rolling hip hop. Say Jay Roll, just a rolling hip hop. Redefinition, say you're rolling hip hop. Say black soul, come to rock it up. From the first to the last of it, delivery is passionate, the whole and not the half of it, forecasting aftermath of it, project I let them blast away, accurate assassinship, me and Polly close like Bethlehem and Nazareth, after this you be pressing rewind on top your master this, shining like an asterisk for all those that you gather it, connecting like a roundhouse from the townhouse to the tenements, cause all my Brooklyn residents, don't let heavy regiments, don't believe, hear the evidence, we're Brooklyn, see that, father take it all, can't believe that, from where they send the crew at, to where the police react, tell it Brooklyn, New York City, where they paint murals of Biggie and Cash. We trust, cause it's ghetto fabulous life. Look pretty, what a pity. Blunts are still 50 cents. It's intense. Street sense is dominant, can't be covered with incense. My presence felt my name is Quali from the eternal reflection. People think your MC is your hand for misconception. Let me meditate, set it straight. Came to the conclusion that most of these cats is featherweight. Let me demonstrate. Walking the streets is like battling. Be careful with your body. You must know karate. You think your soul is bulletproof like Jade. I, I tried to told you Drizzy still ain't nothing nice. Bracelet saying you should quit. Card saying fuck your life. Okay, now we out of here. Toodles to you bitches. And if you dolled up, I got the voodoo for you bitches. Yo, Drizzy saying get her. I'ma get her. I get the kind of money that make a broke bitch bitter. I get that kind of wait, wait, fix a tape. Which bitch you know made a million off a of mixtape. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And say, say that again. Nothing, I was just saying you. <laughs> I can kind of hear an echo or something like we're in the background a little bit. Did y'all hear that or am I, am I the only one that heard that? Oh, I heard it too because we're on the same side. Oh, okay. Alright, anyway. Um, hopefully, I didn't hear it before we were talking, so fuck it. Um, alright, man. So, this is another episode of the Black Out Tips Podcast, and we have, uh, very special guests with Ed Um, in the house. Uh, Clove and Shirley from Chonilla.com, uh, podcast. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> Um, and you guys have kind of been off the air uh, a little bit um, for like uh, like three or four weeks or so. Yes, I've been missing y'all, man. It's been so boring at work. <laughs> we're we're hurting too because we have there's just Montreal providing so much material. Oh yeah, like, we see crazy people on the street all the time talking to themselves and just really good stuff to talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. So, are you guys? Oh, are you guys getting like the podcast in Jones? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's bad and it's, it's so much information. Just close today. We're having lunch and you go, are you starting to put some stuff on the log? And I was like, I was like, I, I don't know where to start. There's so much to say. And yeah. Cause, cause we used to look at each other and go, Oh, we're totally going to talk about that on the show. But now it's gotten to the point where we just look at each other and we're like, Oh man, we don't have the mics. Yeah. 
right. Well, look, the, the check out Clover Shirley, of course, you go to chodilla.com and they got everything there. Forums, blogs, their actual podcast, yeah. Chonilla couples, yeah. like everything about Chonilla is going down at Chonilla.com. They're on Facebook and they're on Twitter. Yep. Uh, it's Shirley is Chonilla dot, like D-O-T com and Clove is Clovisaurus. So you guys check them out, man, and uh, follow them. And of course, if you're listening to this show, you probably already know, but you can find us by going on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. Search for The Black Guy Who Tips, uh, or go to theblackguywhotips.com, and you can find us there. Um, and don't forget, uh, you can always email the show, theblackguywhotips at gmail.com. You can call the show and leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. And uh, don't forget, the official weapon of the show is... The official weapon is the taser. And unofficial sport of the show. Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let uh, th- we also have a sponsor for this uh, episode. Yes. Um, and it's Shadow Dog Productions. And they're actually running a special today. Um, they're giving away a free copy of their new audio play, Try the Pod. To all, to all the Black Guy Who Tips listeners who respond within a week of the release of this podcast. So, you know, I don't know if they count midnight or if they count tomorrow, but you got seven days. Peace. Figure it out. Yes. Um, all you got to do is go to shadowdogproductions.com slash pi.html. And I already have a link on our websites because I, I know you might forget that .html part. Um, and I went there and downloaded it already. Um, just click the, the add to cart button. And when you click that, uh, the next page ha- has a discount code box. And you just type in Rod and Karen Rock with no spaces. Cool. Because we do rock. Yes. And you don't need spaces to say no. that. Um, and the next page will ask you uh, for your name, your email address. And uh, all it wants is your email so they can send you a copy of the download link to your inbox. And you can always, you know... If you if you really don't want to be bothered, you could just fake an email address. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying you could. Okay? But, it, you know, if it happens, it happens. Okay? I don't know nothing. I ain't seen nothing. All right? No snitching. Um, and after you fill out that info, you get your download link, and that's all there is to it. Just remember the discount code is Rod and Karen Rock with no spaces. And don't put the with no spaces part. You just put Rod and Karen Rock, all right? All together. And, and, uh, and then there's capital letters. And it's all on the website, theblackouttips.com, uh, under a post call and a word from our sponsor. Uh, so, you know, you have a week to handle your business. All right? So let's uh, do some podcasting. Cool. And uh, Oh, and also I have to mention... Uh, we were on some other podcasts, so yes. let's get this out the way. We were on the Haterazi radio show, yes, talking you. about talking about Valentine's thank and love, and yeah, how we're staying together and stuff like that. And oh, that's the one we missed, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys are supposed to be on that too. Yeah. yeah, but we had some personal thing that occurred, or we had to go see somebody. So. Oh, so y'all couldn't even tell them the secret to staying together. Well, now people, if anyone who listened to that and then they <laughs> break up, that that is Clove and Shirley's fault. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell them. I mean, it's, 
A best friend of mine growing up. Oh, is... we don't want to be Debbie Downers, do we? All right, never mind. <laughs> no, this is a real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we can this is real. Well, we had to choose, you know, a friend of ours, mother, who we've known since we were, we were kids. She, she's sick, so we decided to visit her. Oh, okay. That's not that sweet. sad. That's nice. Yes. Right. Sad about that. I thought you guys were going to be like, and then she died. Sorry. What's in the news this week? <laughs> so anyway, she's a baby rapist. Now, on <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's not sad, man. That's mm. And that's the kind of stuff that does keep people together. So now, you know, everybody can learn the secret of staying together is sometimes you have to miss podcasts to handle family shit. Yes, you do. Right. Um, and we were, well, I was on Mr. Player Haters podcast, uh, talking to him about, uh, some random topics. And of course, everyone knows, uh, if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, me and Mr. Player Hater are real friends. Yes, y'all are. Now he jokes around a lot and says, <laughs> <laughs> It's funny to say that I'm his fake ass friend for some reason. I don't know why he always makes that joke, but he puts links to my to his podcast on my on my Facebook page. Y'all are friends, and dude. on the Blackout Tip page, I'd let that happen because that's what real friends do. Right. That's right. <laughs> and he already had his chat number. Yeah, I, yeah, he already had my. He was like, "Can I get your number so I can call you tonight?" He went to check his phone. It was already in there because yeah, we. Were, we haven't reached that wall yet with him, man. You just gotta, you know, you really just gotta put yourself out there. <laughs> if you got right. going with him. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the other thing we did was uh, we did a podcast where we reviewed movies called Spoiled Movie Reviews. Yes. And it's on MovieTrailerReviews.net. And we reviewed, like, uh, Unknown. Yes. Because we went to a free screening of that. Yes. And uh, we also reviewed, like, Faster Tron, True Grit, um, Green Hornet, Green Hornet, and, uh, and Black, Black Swan. Swan, and those will be up shortly on that site. And when they come up, I'll try to link them onto the BlackoutTips.com. Um, and that is everything we have done this week. So anyway, great show, Clove and Shirley. We will see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to get in on that uh, the movie review thing. I want to call in. Okay, yeah, that's hey, no problem, man. The more the merrier. Um, How's that work? Say that. It's, well, what we do is we pretty much have a round table of podcasters from different sites, but we all just go to this one site and we uh, we have a podcast, like a group call session, and I host it, and we just talk about movies that we've seen where we actually don't give a fuck about spoilers yeah. so we can just talk, talk about, about the movie yes. as opposed to like you know on, on my podcast sometimes I feel a little bad when I'm like yeah well you know Bruce Willis <laughs> is dead you know right? <laughs> he is a ghost <laughs> right. and now I don't have to have that guilt of fucking it up it's in the title we're about to spoil the shit out of this movie yeah. Yeah. that's awesome that's wicked yeah, so it, yeah, you guys can definitely join in, man. I, I, it's no proprietary type shit or nothing. I, I, I really don't care who's in, man. It's as long as you like talking about movies and talk and making yeah. jokes, you're, it's good with me. Me too. So uh, I'll, I'll hit you guys up with uh, like a list of movies that we're looking at, and uh, we can start seeing if we can sync up. Yeah, sounds good. 
Alright, and um, of course, uh, let's just do some motherfucking podcasting. Is that okay with everybody? I'm cool with yeah. you. <laughs> Alright, man. So, um, I was thinking, like, you know how we just had, we got the sponsor? Mm-hmm. Like, what if I would have just closed the show right there? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, and then, you mail, then you mail it to them, you send them an email, say, hey, here's the show where we uh, did the sponsor for you. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was 20 minutes. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Never pay <paid> pants. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, of course, the Big Mama trilogy. Uh, All right. It concludes this Friday. Big Mamas is coming out. And I believe the title of the actual movie is Big Mamas Life. Like Father, Like Son, starring Martin Lawrence in a dress. Uh, <laughs> For the third, re- reprising his role as Big Mama for the third time. And I, I got my fingers crossed. This is the Oscar time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, I'm kind of like a Star Wars nerd when it comes to Big Mamas. Like, I have yeah, my dress. We did see uh, we did see the first two in the movie theaters, didn't we? Uh, no. Nope. Did we? <laughs> but for the purposes of this joke, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing them. So, um, yeah, I got my dress ready and my wig. And uh, I'm going to go, as soon as we finish recording here, I'm going to go stand in line for the midnight showing tonight. Do you got your in your girdle? Of course I have my sockets in my bed, okay? How about I ne- your slip? Never leave home without it. Oh. So you guys gonna plan on seeing the Big Mama uh, trilogy tonight? I'm no. sorry. I'm, I'm no. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, you never know. Maybe they'll rewrite it in a way like they did with Batman Begins. Where they make it all deep and shit. And dark. And yeah. Big Mama's all like real. <laughs> she, she, she's actually, you know, providing you real. She literally just got out of jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> providing you real life, like, you know. <laughs> she's like a. And- it's like a real mom and shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not even undercover, it's just like the like the movie Precious and shit. Just yeah, 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 yeah. The pure morals. <laughs> their kids for real. Yeah, giving you a whole lot of morals left and right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Um, I just hope the theater blows up and we can just get rid of those people. <laughs> Put Tyler Perry and Martin out of business. I kept on trying. I wanted to go see the Green Hornet. Yeah. Um. Now you guys are married or. We are happy close, close, close enough. Close. Y'all yes. been together for for so long that he would have to give you stuff if you broke up, and that means you're married. Yep. Yep. That's how I define it. If I lose half my shit, we was married. Um. <laughs> so um. Anything, you know? You've been together for so long, and you know, you hear people like together ten years, and then they get married two years later. Oh no. <laughs> um, if we make some good money off this uh, this podcast, then we'll definitely get married. Fly you guys out. Oh man, if you make that much money, dude, we're gonna go to Vegas first. That's right. Let's really spend your money. <laughs> um, I got all kinds of plans for y'all's money. <laughs> I thought they were married. What? They they are married in the heart where it matters. Oh. My question is this. Yes. Do you guys celebrate Valentine's Day? And if so, what do you guys do? Well, we don't celebrate it like it's it's an anxiety thing. Like, uh, shoot, I got to get something for Shirley. It's, <laughs> it's more like 
um, I don't know, I just try and be a little extra thoughtful that day, a little, a little selfless that day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I bought her a plant. <laughs> And Shirley, do you do anything for uh for Cliff? <laughs> yes, actually, I I get him. Uh, you know, I got him a book on how to build a cabinet, a kitchen cabinet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps on giving me splinters. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's the thing though. Like uh, I don't know, and hopefully our walls aren't thin enough for the hairs, but. We at midnight on Valentine's night. Oh my God, my neighbors got it in. Yes, they got it in hard. And the funny part was that I was upstairs and Rod was downstairs, and they was loud enough that we both started tweeting about them doing it. I was like, (laughs) damn, they must be loud as shit. Neighbors. Yes, yeah. I wanted to get up some WD-40 and say, hey, why don't you go ahead and put this on this creek? I don't care about you getting it in, but I don't feel like hearing y'all humping all night long. <laughs> you guys should have recorded that. But yes. <laughs> Were they going on long? No, no, it was uh, in and out, you know, in and out. Yeah. Um, he was a one-minute man, but damn it, the one, one minute took forever in my mind. All I heard was, <laughs> I was like, damn, brother, hurry up. Well, my, the thing that was funny to me is that it kept making me think, like, did that chick feel like, okay, it's midnight, I just want to get this over with, I've yeah. done my, I've done my part for Valentine's Day, yeah. the rest is on you, sir. Yes. Yeah, because if you only heard them, like, what, one night out of the year? Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it, but, but you don't hear them very often. Because usually, when you when neighbors can get it in like that, you hear them like, like twice a week. Right, it, it almost takes the romance out of it. And it does. And the, <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it, and the funny part about it is that my Xbox is upstairs, so a lot of times I'm upstairs and Roger is downstairs. So sometimes at first I was like, "What the fuck is that squeaking noise?" And come to find out, it was them getting it on next door. That's why I knew the sound was. <laughs> <laughs> You know, one time, uh, I can't remember where we were living, but I, I suspected that I heard my neighbor. I'm, uh, I'm so bad. I went, <laughs> you know, like that glass series, you grab a, a glass and you put it against the wall. Yeah. That shit really works. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a pervert. <laughs> you were perving out. <laughs> She's telling me to be quiet because she wants to hear these guys. I was just <laughs> testing science. <laughs> so, so what did you hear? Oh, you could hear the TV in the background. And and then I heard a little bit of, you know, them going on because they were in the bedroom. So I couldn't hear it very well. But yeah, it, yeah. I wonder if our neighbors ever heard us Cause sometimes like you know how like You'll do it pretty good and then you like Walk out the house and see your neighbors <laughs> I know I know our neighbors have heard us Yeah yeah. And the funny part about it is that you're conscious Going, going do I smell like sex Do, do they know I just had sex you have to spray on some of that unbreakable cologne so they can't tell. So we can smell alike. Right. <laughs> Especially where we are now because we're staying at a at a, a, a one-bedroom apartment um, paid by Close Company. 
And so the living room, I, I mean, I feel like we're right by the hall. Right. So when COVID and I are going, I'm like, I, I don't know if they can hear us. I'm hoping they can hear us. I feel bad if they do. I, I, see, I, I don't, there's a threshold where like, I feel bad, but then there's a threshold where if it gets to a certain level, I'm like, I'm the man, and then I'm like, I want y'all to hear. And then when I see them, I just want to like give them a high five, like, yeah, you know, I handle my shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't even Valentine's Day. You know what's worse if you're smoking the ubi and you're just going and going and going, and you have some neighbors and they're like, holy crap! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there goes the neighborhood. Alright man, so you guys got a plant and a book for Valentine's Day. Um we actually went and saw a screening of Unknown. Yes. Which is a movie starring Liam Neeson. If you guys have you guys ever seen the movie Taken? Yep. I didn't get to see it, but it looks I saw the preview. That's pretty good. It's an it's it's what I like to call an impossible white man movie. <laughs> and I, and I, I love that genre of movie, by the way. It's, yes. Yeah. There's no. That's sl- the best ever. Yeah. No slander there, but um, <laughs> my, uh, that uh, that uh, movie is so good, and they immediately jump into kicking ass. Like they tell you everything in the in the trailer. Like this is what happens, and then that shit happens in the same amount of time that it took you to watch that trailer, and the rest is ass kicking. Uh-uh. Nice, nice. But unknown is the opposite, man. Not like that at all. Yeah, taken is is dope like that. Unknown is the exact opposite, man. So, but anyway, so we go to this free screening, and there's like a security guard there. Yes. And she was hardcore. Yes. That 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 old lady, like, if you give me some shit, I will whoop your ass. Like if it wasn't (laughs) if it wasn't for white people being around that got told the same speech as us. I definitely would just thought she was racist. Yeah. Like she went down. <laughs> uh, like she went down. Oh, say that again. I'm sorry. Oh, this is what was she saying? Oh, she was like, um, there's no. She's like, open up your purse. And no, of course, and all that shit. And she's like, do you have any cell phones or cameras on you? And of course, everyone has a cell phone. It's 2011. So we're yeah. like, yeah. And she's like. Okay, you're gonna need to shut that off because if you're in there recording, I will escort you out. And if you're trying to, uh, this is a screening, and if you're trying to, uh, make a copy of this movie, if, if you have on special glasses, if you have a special type of camera, a special type of phone, you have to get out. And if I see, she's looked at my Bluetooth, she's like, if I see that in and it's blinking, you have to get out. And I was like, what the fuck? What? Why are you going so hard? <laughs> it was almost scary. It was like, damn, am I going to see a screener or are we going to jail? <laughs> but I saw was her get a badge and everything. Like, was she all official? She was official. official. I don't yeah. think she had a gun though. No, but she 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 was bashed up. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, she just she was like, I'll beat you to death, you know. But she was serious. Um, we get in there and there's this other like like. People turn into fucking like idiots when there's no assigned seating. Yes, they do. Cause it was packed because it's free, of course. That's right. They give out more tickets than are actually available to see. Yes. So like they're just telling people like, uh, you have a seat between you. Can you uh, move over? You have a seat between you. And people turn into fucking animals. 
<laughs> this this one couple like came there and they sat their their jacket down to go get popcorn, so they covered over like two seats. Like they were they were gone like a second, and luckily they are so lucky they were sitting beside us. But they were gone for like maybe a second, and people were like, "Is anyone sitting there?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, you just saw them." <laughs> Survival of the fittest. They can still hear you. They're right at the end of the hall. Like you wave to them as they walk by you. <laughs> you came to steal their fucking seats, man. Yes. Um. Yes. Because the other lady beside us was like, I would move. I would let her move that shit. I was like, damn, lady, damn. Yeah, and then uh, the the Indian guys that were next to us, yeah, they, they was off the chain. I, I appreciated their their organization though, because they came down there with a mission. Yes, they were like, we getting five seats together, and this shit is gonna happen. Yes, they even picked, they even nicely picked the coat up and moved it over. I wasn't touching that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they like moved the coat over one seat, which you know, in all fairness, was fine. It's not like they're gonna like lose their seats. No, but they just picked their shit up and was like, yeah, you can move down one. Now everyone in a row, move down one. And now it's like fine. Yes, I had no problem with that. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like some people, for them having a good time is like fucking popping off, like getting shit. <laughs> like that's a good time for them, and they look for that shit. Like they look for people that have like you know left their seat so they can sit in it, and so mm-hmm. you know, they hope that that person's gonna say something to them, and that's not having a good time. Yeah, I agree, man. I, and we saw some reverse racism. Uh, where uh, this this black dude came down there, and I, I knew this dude was was like brazen because he came down there on his cell phone. Yes, after <laughs> the lady specifically stopped every damn person at the door and told them to turn their shit off. Yeah, he's like talking on the phone, like, yeah, I got us some seats right here, baby. Uh huh, just come on in. I'll come get you or whatever. And I'm just like, wow, the the lady might come back any any second. I'm about to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Tase you on the spot, Mr. Put. I'm to say, oh, damn. And what did I tell you, black people? No cell phones. <laughs> I specifically only told the black people. What the <laughs> 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 That would have been funny though if she was just like telling the black people like, of course, no cell phones like I told everybody, and also no talking, you know. And to me, you know I talk all through the movies, and not in a bad way. I just talk to the screen. Um. Anyway, uh, so 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 the dude like goes out like another brazen move, like he's on his cell phone, gets up, walks through the theater with his cell phone, walks out, gets his girl, brings back this chick. And by this time, of course, somebody's moved into his seat. Yes. Because he didn't really, he didn't really claim his seat. No, he didn't. And uh, the, it was the, the Indian guys that moved into his seat. Uh, oh, they were organized. And I, and I felt bad because I saved that other couple seat specifically because they were like Romanian or some shit. They couldn't speak English. But this dude, I didn't even feel bad. I was like, brother, you on your own. Like, no, it's over. I completely expected him to get his seat back no matter what. Yeah, and I'm about to say, if they decide to jump, nigga, you on your own, you gonna get, your ass gonna get whipped with some curry, and it's gonna be all good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so the dude comes back, and it was so smooth, like, he just, he's like, walks up to him, still on his phone, his chick's with him. So now, instead of the one seat that he did have, he wants two, he, like, just touches his phone off and just, like, hey, man, that's my seat. And the guy's like, uh, you weren't here when we came over here, and it's five of us. And he's just like, yeah, that's too bad, man. I was sitting there. So I got to move. And they moved. Oh, they moved. They moved. Wow. 
some type of super Indian and then beat his ass. That'd have been hilarious. I'd have got kicked out for that because I'll turn my phone like, Chris, did you see this shit? I know she coming. But yeah, they, uh, I just thought that was cool, man. Um, And then I, while we were in there, like you, there was only like 15 minutes to the movie, but you do not realize how much your fucking cell phone is a vital distraction when time is passing. Yes. Like, I didn't have a magazine or anything, so we're just sitting no. there for 15 minutes, people watching. Enter- I know, trying to entertain each other. <laughs> Which we can do very well, but it's more entertaining watching other people. Right, yeah. I would rather, like, I was thinking of words with friends, or let me check my Twitter, and then every time I touch my phone, I was like, oh shit, I can get kicked out for this. Yeah, I didn't want to get tased, Shirley. I felt like, uh, and Frank, like... <laughs> No one's supposed to know. Like, it's that many people with no cell phone is just wrong. Yeah. And they were talking so loud. Oh, my God. Kind of because they didn't have cell phones. Yeah, because people had to actually, you know, talk to each other. Yes. Like they did back in the day before cell phones. <laughs> Shirley, Shirley tells me that sometimes, too, when I'm in the theater. Because I think my voice projects a little more. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shirley keeps telling me to keep quiet. Because when I, when I yes. talk to her... She thinks she's whispering when she's just talking. <laughs> I can't help it. I, in my mind, it's a whisper. But when right? it comes out, I don't really think it's a whisper. But if there's a little part of me that if they did hear me, maybe I'm doing them a favor. <laughs> well, for, for me, man, like uh, when she does that, I just look at her like we're like two people in uh, the Underground Railroad or something like <laughs> Like, hide, hiding under somebody's floorboards or some shit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Now is not the time to ask me that, like, what the fuck happened to this guy in the plot. Like, <laughs> say that shit. <laughs> that would actually make a good scene in a movie if you have, like, two people <laughs> underneath the floorboards and, like, like kind of in, um, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that opening scene without hiding underneath the table. Like, if one of them just was, like, why is that guy talking in German? They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think he's cool. He sounds like he's okay. <laughs> yes, I think we can come out now. <laughs> he gave him milk. It's probably cool, right? Fine. <laughs> um, anyway, man. Um, and the other thing I kept thinking of uh, to occupy my time was uh, catchphrases for the reviews because I kept thinking like what if we're in one of those screenings 
where when you leave the theater, there's a camera there because you know, yes, we're seeing like a you know one of the first screenings of the movie in our city, and sometimes on the local like news and shit, they'll show the commercial where they're like, "What you think about Unknown?" And you're like, "It was awesome," you know. <laughs> I love them. It was they're so, so corny. I, I love them. So I kept trying to come up with thing, phrases to say, and I, I decided to say, um, the only thing unknown is how much fun you're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> but there were no cameras, so I went. Yeah, just, you just, you just <laughs> ran out and yelled it anyways. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I went I went out and it was just like some lady from the movie company like, it was good, right? And everybody's like, yeah. And I was like, where's the fucking camera? <laughs> I've been thinking about this for two hours now. Come on. This was my moment to shine and I didn't even like the movie. I was still going to give you guys a compliment so I could get on TV. <laughs> oh, and, and, the, and the funny part about when me and Roger go watch movies and me and my non-whispering voice if I look at the screen and I finally put two and two together, and you know how you have the, in my mind, you know how you have a little light bulb that, that comes on above your head, like yeah. the light bulb will come on, and I'll turn around, you're going to be like, oh, that's why so-and-so did such and such, and he's like, shh. <laughs> my bad. Meanwhile, I figured it out like a half hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> Note to self, if zombies came, I am not staying in the room with with Chloe or Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I think the zombies are gone. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can get out. Do you think they can hear us? <laughs> Here, have some potato chips. Here's I mean, some I have prank calls. <laughs> why but I Chloe like, why don't we throw these rocks at the glass? <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I would have to. Uh, have you guys ever seen that movie? Um, like, uh, it's Tom Cruise, and I think it's like, is it? It's like uh, not the day the Earth stood still. What is the other movie about the aliens coming to the Earth? Oh, it, um, uh, uh, something world, world of wars, or war of the world? Yes, is it war of the worlds? I think. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> remember, remember when he was in the basement with uh, Timothy, uh, whatever that dude's Tim name. Yeah, he had Tim Robbins, and he had to kill his ass because he was too loud. That's what would happen to Clover Day. Clover, me and you would stick together. <laughs> I'll give you guys four hours. You'll be dead in four hours. <laughs> Rod, Rod and me would be like, uh, Cole, Karen, I think it's time for you guys to meet your maker. We, we need to have a serious, <laughs> serious, quiet discussion. Yeah. yeah, I would be, I'm like text only from this point. <laughs> Maintain radio silence. Yeah, put the phones on vibrate. Um, Alright, man, so um, I was at work and my boss brought in Valentine's Day candy for everybody in the department. Oh, that's sweet. And another person brought in Valentine's Day donuts, which I did not know existed. So, of course, both of them obviously are in love with me because they want to be my Valentine, but I told them no. Oh. <laughs> I'm not about that shit. Now. I'm a heartbreaker, you know? <laughs> but I was thinking, like, you know, there's other holidays. Like, could I bring in beer for St. Patrick's Day? Not to yeah. job. No? No, you might do sparkling cider or maybe, you know... Why is that wrong, but bringing in candy is not wrong? Like, I... 
It's a, it's a beer. You can't get people trash at their jobs. It's just a beer. It's one beer. <laughs> I think that'd be okay in Canada. Yeah, in Canada, they're, they, I think they actually have a website where they're trying to make like Coors Light is trying to make like an official holiday. What? Yeah. Wow. So I, I don't know what it's called, but I think that that's probably what would happen. People would bring each other a beer. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, but you know what? Years ago, they used to allow people to do that, but folks got drunk and started trashing, so people started abandoning them at the job. Yeah, I guess if you know what would happen is everybody would bring one beer for everybody else, and then that's how it would get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of them come in with the keg, and that would be it. Like for Valentine's Day, we had a couple people contribute, but if it was like beer day, holy oh, shit. shit. Yeah. Oh, that would be awkward. Man. Because all sorts of shit that you've been holding in from work would all yeah, come out. Yeah. You don't know shit. <laughs> and you. <laughs> I do a better job than you. Think you're better than me? Because you're my fucking boss? <laughs> I'm a podcast, bitch. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about you on my podcast. <laughs> if you look at episode 12, my boss is an idiot. <laughs> uh, I can say, do you have a Twitter account, bitch? I'm say that again, and I talk shit about you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would not end well at all. No. Oh my god. Definitely be unemployed, both of us. <laughs> I'm just trying to watch. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the show called Spartacus? Yeah. Alright, it's on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have ever watched it. Um, it is ultraviolet. Yeah, I watched the first episode and I, I, I've got all of them on, uh, on CD. Right. Uh, from a friend of mine. Okay. Yeah, watch it. They don't yeah, have- it is cr- It's off the chain. Like, there's blood, like, fucking Matrix bullet time cameras yeah. and shit. Yeah. Are you starting to look gray now? Like, does everything starting to look gray for you? Yeah, all I see is, like, numbers and digital stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny because it's um like it's almost like the movie Three Hundred, but if it had like longer plots and shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I I fucking love it, Clove. I don't know about you, but I only found out about this show last Friday. Yeah. I have watched every episode and the entire prequel season. It today I was I'm caught up. Okay, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch it tonight. And you know what? I'm gonna watch it too. But Roger talks mad crap about me and my Netflix parties. I watch a lot of Netflix parties. <laughs> Within 12 hours, he had watched like everything and had got like episode 10. Yeah, I, you I was, know, I've done that too. When I when I watch series, I go hard, man. Like what was it, The Sopranos? I watched that shit all the way through like a marathon. And what was it, The Wire? Yeah. I was watching that shit like 12 hours a day. Yeah, it was bad. It's so good. Oh my god! I I had no idea. I love how they talk to each other, man. Like oh, if, if someone ever tells you they want to have words with you, do not have words with them. They are going to kill you. <laughs> that, is, that is code for come on outside so I can kick your ass. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad you with me. Yeah. Every time they say like. I would have words with you, or I told you we would have words. A fucking sword comes out, and then it's ass kicking time. Wow, I, I love it, man. And I and the thing is, like, people are trying to tell me, like, well, it's because of, you know there's a lot of sex in it, man. It's almost like porn. Listen, 
I have seen porn. I have too. <laughs> You're not, not. There's no show that I'm gonna watch because of the nudity. I'm no. sorry. Once you've seen porn, everything else is a step back. Yes. It if is. I had, if I wanted to just jack my dick, I would just do that. I'm entertained genuinely by this show. It is that fucking good. You didn't even have to sell me on that. <laughs> That's porn. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what? It's like, uh, like you know, it's like telling me that the car also goes 180 miles an hour. I'm never gonna do 180. I'm either buying the car or I'm not. You don't have to tell me that. And also, these people that keep telling me as I'm like tweeting about how I'm watching it, wait till you see the next episode. It's even crazier than that. I know. I, I kind of expect it to be. It's a series. <laughs> wow, this, this show sounds crazy. I'm That's how it works. It you finish one episode, and the next episode is supposed to be better than the last. Right. They act like I'm going to stop. Like, I'm going to be like, you know what? The fifth episode is so good, I don't need to see the rest. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know why they kept doing that. Every episode, I'd be like, now I'm on episode six. What do you see episode seven? And I'm like, all right, I saw episode seven. It's great. What do you see episode eight? <laughs> well, I'm glad you told me about episode eight because I didn't know how they are going to top episode seven. Right. I was going to go out of order, but this guy convinced me to just go ahead and just see it in the right order. What the fuck? Watch the last episode. <laughs> Oh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wait like a month when people forgot that I've seen it, and I'm just gonna be like, I'm starting Spartacus, Spartacus but I'm, I'm watching the last episode first. Dude, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you should watch the first one first and the second one. What are you doing? You're gonna ruin it. <laughs> you know, and when people do that on Twitter, it's funny. You almost, you almost feel like there are the people holding up signs when you when you walk through, going, No, don't do that. Like, like they're flagging you down as you're walking into the theaters. Yeah, it was weird. We're the wrong way. <laughs> now, are, are you guys watching the Bad Girls Club from this season, or are you just watching the old season? Yes. I, we, we powered through season one and two. Yeah. And then Lord. I started watching season three, but I got wind up getting caught up at work and surely came in from Toronto, so I had to put it down for a minute. Yeah, we did. We're going to have to do some serious catching up. So I'm like. That Tanisha girl oh on season two was oh a, too much. Well, wait till you see season three. Season oh, three. man. I, I don't even... It's overwhelming. It gets my heart pumping. I get really... Like, I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. I just want to reach to the television and shake them. Yeah, I don't even think that... <laughs> I don't even think wait until episode two before Tanisha was popping off. She reminded me of my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so that explains it. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. Mom, mom, was that you? Is this you? (laughs) Man, she goes hard, man. Oh, my God. She was singing that song when she was waking them all up with the pots and the fairies. Oh, Oh, my God. I ain't gonna sleep cause of y'all, so y'all ain't gonna sleep cause of me. I ain't gonna sleep cause of y'all. Y'all don't sleep cause of me. Then she bringing that down. Yeah, pop off, son. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, we know, we know. <laughs> she's like, uh, she's like, she like a, a bad girl club superstar. Like every season after that, they, those chicks they, mention her. Yes, they like do. she's their idol. Yes, for real. <laughs> She's yes. going down to like bad girls history. Like it's almost like you can't top her. I've heard bad girls. Hall of Fame. 
yes, yes. she's definitely bad girls hall of fame i've heard girl bad girls on this year this season which is like four seasons removed or some shit from that. Oh wow. I've heard them mention moments from that season and her. Like, yes. like oh, that's kind of like what Tanisha did this. And you're like, y'all are living it. What do you, why do you have to bring that up? Yes. Wow. So she's the she's the queen of Bad Girls Club, I guess. Yeah. She is. She is. Do any of these girls have fathers? Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to venture a guess and say... Probably ninety five percent not fathers. I I don't know if I've ever heard one of them on the phone with their father. That's true, you know. Yeah, and I'm not even trying to be like funny or stereotypical. I, it actually pains me to say that. I wish I could think of an example where one of them was talking to their father, so I could be like, no, some of them have dads, but no. No, it's either it's either their best friend, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, mm. what toy, mm. or either their mother. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. it's bad, man. Um, it's bad. But uh, you know, Coach, he's doing a good job. <laughs> yes, Coach, Coach stay in their life. You know, don't don't. It's either that or the pole, man. You got to keep them off the show. If my girls went, if I ever, I don't care if they're thirty-two. <laughs> they're strippers. I would show up at that strip club. Yeah, and but they're, just, they're growing up then. No, not on my watch. They're growing up then. No, that would not happen. All right. No. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, Cheryl. I'm on your side. The Haitian side would come out. I would get all Tanisha on their ass. Don't go to strip if I can't strip. <laughs> I didn't Come strip on. last night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna strip tonight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in with some pies and fans, banging them together. Yeah, I ain't get to strip because of y'all. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, that that uh, the newest season, I, and I, I, we'll probably review it on Sunday because I don't want to ruin anything for you guys. But those girls, man, oh my god, they're off the chain. They are crazy. Um, Eight. so I go to work right. It's at seven a.m. I get there, I'm there for like five minutes. The fire alarm goes off. <laughs> right? So I put my coat on and I start heading out the door. Some other guy's coming in from the bathroom and he's like, oh, it's probably false alarm anyway, right? And goes and sits down and I keep thinking like, why don't people take fire alarms seriously? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like crying wolf, man. The crying wolf, nine times out of ten, there's not a real fire. And when there is a real fire, it's because some network transformer blew up and it smells like a little electrical fire. And the whole building shuts down. Or really hot water from, have, a, sh- from a shower. Yeah, yeah I've never like seen. I've never seen like a building which is like a towering inferno where people are dying and there's like flames shooting out of the side of the. Would you bet your life on that? Oh, did we lose him? Hold on. <laughs> Oh, I hear him. Alright. Yeah, I, I, I would go down anytime a fire alarm goes off. I get the fuck out. And I'm like the first out. I don't give a fuck. Like, call me what you want. I will be alive. Yeah. We can all, sir. if we all are alive outside, we can all get together and make a big old joke of it outside. Yes, sir. Rod, like, <laughs> Rod would be stepping over kids on Bring Your Kids to Work Day. Yes. <laughs> get out of my way. Yes. I don't make I don't make enough money to be chivalrous, you know. 
Women and children first. <laughs> yeah. Women, women and children are first to fuck out of my way. <laughs> yes. Well, it would be hard if, 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 like, for a man, if there was a situation where, you know, it's actually on fire and they do say women and children first, as a man, wouldn't you be kind of antsy? You'd be like, oh. Really? Yeah, I'd definitely be like, hurry your ass up, children and women. Yes, I'd be like, you know what, bitch, you got five minutes. If you don't get your ass on here, I will take your spot. Yeah, <laughs> I would be grabbing two kids and running the fuck out of there. Exactly, exactly. You know what's crazy, too, though? It's like, uh, and you'll hear this sometimes when people are like, you know, chivalry is dead, and why do men make more money than women? That's why. It's like a, it's like a cover charge, you know? You, It's like... <laughs> It's like life insurance for women and children. Like, we make a little bit more because when the fire starts, we're the ones who have to stay behind. That's right. You know? Leonardo DiCaprio dies at the end of Titanic for chivalry, you know? Uh, if, he may, if he gets to make $2 more an hour, uh, let him have it. Let him have it. That was the worst movie ever. I, I fucking, I almost cried out loud when she dropped that stone. And the holy fuck! You did! Oh my god! You got mad at the theater and you said, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an all-time simping movie. Fuck that movie. <laughs> no, and not zombie. <laughs> I think that he was talking about that. I think the reason why people in North Fire Law, and it may be a culture thing, I think a lot of white people in North Fire Laws, because they, it's almost like the scary movies, they don't ever think they're going to die or get shot. I know I'm the first one to die, so when I hit the fire alarm, that's my cue to get my ass out the building. Yeah, when white people hear the fire alarm, they run up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, save them. They want to investigate. Yeah. It ain't nothing but a grilled cheese yeah. sandwich. White people like to test God too. There much. might be some people trapped upstairs. Let's go. Y'all, y'all, like, y'all like to test God too much. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm outside. I'm like, I'll go outside and make a call. <laughs> I got, I'm the one with the quarters. I'm going. <laughs> yes, that's about about the time we had went to go see Green Hornet, and we was funny though because we were sitting there, y'all, in the dark movie theater. All of a sudden, lights started blinking. That's never good. Lights started blinking. The exercise came on. I looked at Roderick. He looked at me. Mind you, we all the way in the front of the movie theater. We were the first people out. Everybody else was looking like, where y'all going? (laughs) Don't ask questions. Move your ass. That's that's what made me think about it was, you know, this is the second fire alarm we've had or that I've seen in a month. This is the second time that people were just like, eh, we'll see. Smell smoke. Does the, fire, okay. does the fire have to show up and say, "Hi guys, I'm here"? Yeah. <laughs> not, I think not, people not. need to realize that a fire alarm just doesn't mean fire. Sometimes, like there could be an axe murder and somebody pulls a fire alarm, so you won't. Right. See smoke. True. It could be. It could be gas. It could be like some shit about to explode. It could be. It could be anything. That, I've never, <laughs> right. I've it never seen be zombies. Right. It could be zombies. It Have you ever rings. seen a movie where the fire alarm went out for good reasons? <laughs> like, oh, it's, uh, it's kidnappers here in the hostage situation. Oh, I know. We'll pull the fire alarm and evacuate the building. It's never. Oh, you know what? There's ice cream outside. <laughs> Let's go fire alarm. Everybody go get a couple dollars. No. <laughs> my mind does not function like that. It never has functioned like that. Even in my own house, 
If I hear the fire alarm go off and I know I'm not the one that said it, I'm getting my ass out. <laughs> I, I must admit, I, I was not like that. I was like everybody else. When the fire alarm would go off, I would just kind of investigate before. <laughs> but until having children, it's everybody no, out. No question, I'm out. Right, I gotta live. I got shit to do. Yeah, <laughs> I got bills to pay. That's right. <laughs> Fuck with me if you want. That's oh. right. I will be standing outside taking snapshots of you burning in the building, post it on my Facebook page. My ass will not be in there. <laughs> She'd have it on video and people be screaming, Karen, help us! Like, I, tried to, I, I tried to help you. I told you. Fire alarm. Let's mm-hmm. go downstairs. I, I was like, nigga, didn't you see me moving? Click, click. Um, so, uh, do you guys have booters up there in Canada? Yeah. Alright, man. I, and I know I probably got, I got another dude on the line. And I know I don't know if the ladies if they agree or not, um, but and I'm probably alone on this. Uh, but I find Hooters very fucking depressing, <laughs> like like extremely so, like more pathetic than the strip club. Really? Yeah. Yes. Even like like at least with strippers, I make some kind of justification. Like she's getting a lot of money and cash straight in her pocket, and maybe she drives a better car than me. And I am of course helping her get through school. Um, I support single moms too. Yeah, but Hooters, man, is like the chicks that like weren't hot enough or ambitious enough to be strippers. Oh my god, I've been to Hooters once and I saw like a dad with his son. And it was such a weird thing. Like this kid was clearly not of age to see women who are half naked or whatever. And I just kept looking over at the at the girls and it was like maybe one in 20 of them were somewhat hot. Right. And the others were built like teenage boys. Yep. Yeah, it was weird, man. Yeah. Yep. And that's the thing. Like, they're not even like, they don't even have to have hooters. They just call it that to get you in. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's really just skimpy outfit chicks. And they have to like, part of their training and shit is that they have to flirt with you. Wow. So like they come over and do these awkward flirt because I used to I used to work with a guy he's my boy he's been on the show before but at the same time he loves Hooters and it's a little creepy <laughs> like it was one of those like hey man let's go get something to eat and you get in the car with him and he's like oh you know what Hooters you're like again we <laughs> <laughs> did that yesterday I want wings I know you like pesky stuff but I want wings yeah and like yeah. Should, you, should you like know the Hooters girl's name is that no, no. Like, like that's a little too far for me man yeah, you know come here too frequently so anyway um, I used to know a guy who we would go to the rippers we'd go to the strip club and the strippers knew him by his name. That's bad. Oh my God! He used to he used to ask us like, "Hey, uh, you guys want to hang out tonight?" And we'd be like, "Sure, we'll hang out." And of course, where do we wind up at the strip club? Yes. This I guy was just... creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is like I said, this dude's my boy. But same thing with the strip club too. Like he would t- go to the strip club, and the thing that was weird is like I don't go to the strip club like that, and I don't, I definitely don't go often, you know. But um. I went with them, uh, and it was the same deal. You get in the car, you're like, well, oh, you want to get something? Oh, I know, strip club's got 69 cent spaghetti. <laughs> oh, wow, how convenient. Yeah, <laughs> amazing how you knew that special off the top of your head. Anyway, <laughs> we, go to, we go to the strip club, and once we get in there, like, one time, and he, 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 like, he knows their real names. Like, uh-huh. you know, strippers are always like, hi, I'm Destiny, you know, whatever. I'm like, Coco. He, Right, he's like, hey Tracy, 
<laughs> and one of the strippers was so comfortable with him, she asked him if she, if he would help her move this weekend. And then he, yeah, and then he looked at me like, "Yo, man, you want to help her move?" No, no, no. <laughs> I want to see her stick her ass. <laughs> I don't even like to move, but we have to move. Right. That's some annoying ass shit. And like, the thing about a stripper is, I don't know for certain I'm not getting shit out the deal. One, I don't think he's getting shit out the deal. Nope. Yeah, you know? exactly. But part two, I definitely ain't getting shit out the deal. Like, what is, what, like, she ain't gonna fuck you. What is she gonna think about me helping her ass move? No. Not yeah. wasting Saturday. Yeah, forget it, man. And part three is, uh, I'm not going to strip club, strip club looking for work. Right. Who comes out of a strip club with a fucking task list? <laughs> oh, I got a job this weekend. That's great. Yes. She gave me a gift. There was a book about putting together cabinets. That's right. Happy Valentine's, baby. Yeah, I know that trick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I feel like less of a man because I kind of mentioned that shit on Twitter and dudes are hitting me up like, you don't like Hooters? No, I also don't like you know heroin addicts and shit. Like I, I, I don't kick it with them while they're at, at the bottom of their depression. You know, like you know, you get a little clean, we can kick it. You know, if you told me I used to work at Hooters, we can be friends. But if you're like, come check me out at work, no, no, no thank sorry, you. no, thank you. It's yeah, too Hooters fucking depressing. How come there's no Hooters like with men? That's gross. I don't know. Just what chick? Hey, okay, okay. Solid <laughs> sausages. That's what I was gonna. Oh, oh, you know what else I've seen in Hooters? That's weird. I've seen a family in Hooters before. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yes. Parties in Hooters, man. No, you yes. do not. Yes. Whole family. Yeah. Like if it was just like a dad and a son, you can kind of justify that. Like, well, he's trying to take this little guy out and show him, you know, show him some booze, you know, make sure he's not gay or whatever the fuck, you know. <laughs> Yeah. How, however those dudes think but but like but the mom like really you you were cool with your sons seeing this shit yeah weird man weird but um yeah man so anyway i don't like that shit not that i find it very depressing um and I'm, I'm sure we're gonna get some emails and letters or some shit like oh man you need to do whatever but nah fuck that. what are you guys Jay? you're not going to the right hooters like, yes. I'll, I'll show you where to go yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, Shirley, like, are you really gonna let buy food that's served to you by a dude in a banana hammock? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> come no, come on, Shirley. Yeah. Another thing I can't stand is, wife is is when they serve food at the strip club. Like, oh. dirty naked women on stage. No, yeah. Shirley, I'm telling you, and you, and there's like a buffet that yep. these girls are going to and stuff. It's just, it's gross. You don't. How do you eat? Food at, at at a strip club where there's naked people. Right. It's very strange. Yeah. There's now if it was if it was Spartacus, okay, I get it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this this is 2011. We have like you know health code violations and shit. Right. And I don't. And the thing is, they don't even have like real real like waitresses. It's just like an off duty like off shift stripper. It's just a stripper, but with like a a, a little less uh like a little more clothing on. Mm. But she's still a stripper. That's your waitress. Wow. Yes. I went to uh, I went to a strip club one time 
and uh, the girl came over and she she came to sit on my lap, but she like she had a towel. Okay. To put on my lap, and she started like putting like um, Purell, like some hand sanitizer on her hands, uh-huh. and she's she's giving it to me for me to put it on my hands. Why? She's crazy. Strippers are crazy, Shirley. Yeah, oh my you know what else is weird about that whole scenario, though? In all fairness, uh, you know, if you go to a buffet anywhere, it's probably pretty shitty in that kitchen. Yeah. And and I don't know why it's more gross in the strip club. It's not like they're gonna be back there fucking in your food, you know. <laughs> well, you know, the lady did find sperm in the yogurt, so you never know. Yeah, but that wasn't even in the strip club. That dude was just giving out free samples of yogurt and sperm. That's true. There you go, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Spread the love. <laughs> a little, a little, my own topping on there. <laughs> Um. Anyway, man. So yeah, Hooters is depressing. Um, Clove, you, you went in Quebec. Didn't you go to a restaurant where the waitresses were topless? Oh yeah, they had a thing where you could uh, for a while called sexy breakfast, and right. yeah, you could go and get breakfast at nine in the morning, probably mm-hmm. earlier, where the the waitresses are all topless. And it's so weird, man, because there's not even like club lights in this restaurant. <laughs> it's like daylight. It's all like natural sunlight. Wow. Yeah. It's just, See, and like, I feel like uh, people would call me, you know, some sort of a bitch, but I would not be turned on by that, man. Like, that's sexy. I don't know why they call it a sexy breakfast. It's an awesome. Yeah, it's, it's kind of depressing. It's a little, it's kind of like how people say uh, Spartacus is really sexy, but then like half the sex is like slave sex and unwanted sex and like you have to fuck this chick and, or, or, uh, or give me one of your best maidens. I want to fuck that bitch. You know, she's your slave. You got to make her do it. Like, okay. Th- th- I don't know what you guys are into. Following. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see the show now. Yeah. It, it is good. It it's good. But, like, there's scenes in there where it's like, it, it, they're making it hard to watch on purpose, you know. And I don't want to eat my food that way is what I'm saying. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good for Spartacus. Not good for for Rod out in public. No. Fuck that. No. Um, He's cutting his steak on Pervert's Row. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what'd be good with your steak? You know what'd be good with your steak? A little bit of rape. <laughs> <laughs> some sodomy going in here. A little bit of rape and some yeah. uh, salt and battery. That'd be good. <laughs> I like. I want some flapjacks and sodomy, please. Um. All right. Is it? I, I listened to this. We actually had these guys on here, uh, Sherry and Scarfinger from Scarcasm Live. Yes. They have a podcast about video games. Yes. And a bunch of other shit, movies and stuff. And it's, it's kind of a nerdy podcast, but I have a nerdy side and I like it. Mm-hmm. Um. And I play with them on Xbox and stuff sometimes. Um. But. I listen to that show uh, religiously, but I listen for their relationship. Yeah, yeah, we heard. I uh, have to listen. I know my. I heard them on your show, and I'm like, okay, I gotta start listening. These guys are breaking up like tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Is it now? Is it wrong that they do the show for one reason and I listen for another? Because if I had to recommend it to somebody and they were like, "Oh, what's it about?" I'd be like, "Okay, it's kind of about video games." But it's way more about are they gonna fight or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. here's what it's about, but here's what it's really about. <laughs> it's 
it's still great. Listen. Yeah, I don't know if I should feel bad about that or not because they're 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 good fans and they uh, support the show and they're nice and stuff. But I always feel a little bit weird about that. Yes. And we still say if y'all don't stay together, you cannot be on the show. Yeah, you can't come back. That was awesome. I heard you guys say that, and I was like, good for you guys for saying that. Yeah, it's so important to, to stay together. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna keep that family together. They're the official family of the Black Guy Tips. Because if, if, if they're gonna have a podcast pension, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if it doesn't work, they can't come back on the show. I, like I got faith in you guys. I think you guys will be around, but I don't know, man. Some days, man, they start arguing about apartheid or fucking <laughs> District Nine or something. You're like, oh no. Alright, man. So, um, I was, uh, I was watching, uh, well, I wasn't watching WWE. Do you guys watch wrestling at all? I'm not. Yeah, I heard Rock. Is it true that he's coming back? Or? Yes. yes. Sexy Rock. I love the Rock. Oh, Did you see his cousin, Karen? No. The Rock got a cousin? Yeah, he's, he's got like 20 cousins, man. They all look like these giant Samoan guys. Yeah, who is it? Not Yokozuna. I can't remember an old wrestler is related to The Rock. Their family's related. Jimmy Superfly Snooker? I can't remember. Yeah, he's the guy that jumped off the... Kind of Hawaiian looking? Yeah. 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 Yes, yes. So it's like The Rock, The Stone, The Pebble, The Boulder. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, on the ball. So, like, I was thinking, right? Because The Rock came back and Twitter was aglow. Yes. Praise for The Rock. And everybody loves The Rock. I don't know anyone that does not like, like the, the Rock. Me either. And if you don't like The Rock, you don't like America. You have to get out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was thinking, though, and, and I don't, I know you guys don't have to worry about politics here, but if the Republicans want to beat Obama, if they nominate The Rock, I think they get my vote. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Even even over Obama. And I don't really give a fuck what The Rock is running on. I don't care no. what his campaign promises are. No. I just want to hear his speeches. All, all he would say is like, I'm The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want to see his debating style, you know, where he's just like, uh, my opponent... President Obama, and then you know, President Obama—it's <laughs> it's President Obama, and then he would be like, "It doesn't matter what your name is." <laughs> he would like rip off his shirt. I would love him to say, "Can you smell what the Rock is cooking?" Uh, Wait a minute, those are the buns. Show little chest. I want him to be. Yes, sir. I want him to be after all his debates shirtless. Oh, oh. <laughs> See the thing, the thing is with the Rock man is like he wouldn't even have to take his shirt off for like debates and shit. You, you no, no, you save that for other leaders. Like here domestically, you keep the shirt on, Rock. It's cool. But then when you go meet like Akbajina Jajad, <laughs> you bust the shirt off. You go, oh, is this what you really want? Is this? You just used to show an arm. Yeah, you just yeah, roll up the sleeves and just let them know. Like, is this really look at these tats. Okay? I didn't get these shits in the circus. You don't want none. You don't this want is Erica and this is real. Oh man. I would vote for the rock and I, it's sad because I, I don't think I would vote for any other Republican, but I'm yes, pretty sure I would rock vote for would the rock. My vote. Yes, he would. <laughs> He's got That's my vote time. Say that again. I'm sorry, Shirley. Shirley. Shirley would move to the United States, become a citizen. Just <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Ah, oh, you got to. If you see 
the ballot and it says Obama. And then the other side says The Rock. How do you not, how do you not press that fucking button? <laughs> I think The Rock can do anything. Yes. Yep. Oh, anyway, man, I would vote for him. Um, so, um, I was, uh, like, I don't know, y'all heard about this Egypt shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fucking out of control. <laughs> yeah, um, and this is a quick thought because I don't know all the details of this shit, but it bothers me a little bit that, like, as soon as that shit popped off, the story, everybody here in the American press immediately was like, these people want democracy and they are the good guys. This other dude's a dictator, therefore he's the bad guy. The end. No need to check back again. Yeah. That, you know what? Isn't, isn't, that, isn't that what fucking American news does, though? It, it picks sides? Yeah, yes. a lot, but it bothers me yes. when it happens really fast because, like, we don't know shit about Egypt, you know? No, like, no. and, and, and the, the thing that kind of, I guess, upsets me is that um, as much as we claim here that our media is free, which it is, don't get me wrong, you get the best news from external people outside the United States a lot of times because sometimes our media is very biased. Mm-hmm. They, they want to open and shut case. They don't, you know, you got Anderson Cooper over there getting his ass whooped, and that's top stories, but you got thousands of people losing their homes and some health care, and that's not even a blip on the radar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? And, and I've heard of, uh, I've heard of things happening in different states. Like if something were to happen in Alaska, the news won't cover it, because they're like, fuck it, it's Alaska. Nobody gives a shit about Alaska. But if that same incident happens in like Manhattan, New York, it gets like wicked press. Yes, and like uh, Laura Logan went over there. She's this really hot reporter, and I'm not saying that to just like demean her because, but like it's a fact. Like she's very hot, and clearly guys have her on their show. A lot of news outlets have her on their show, so they can kind of be like, "Look at how hot this reporter is! I can't believe you're so brave and you're doing all this shit." And she went over to Egypt, and they're saying she got sexually assaulted. Like. Oh yeah, and the thing is, she was in a crowd of supposedly like pro democratic, you know, supporters and stuff. And then they're like, "Well, this angry mob of like 200 people showed up, and she got separated from her people, and she was uh, assaulted, and then people like, you know, came <laughs> saved her." Assaulted? Was she like groped, or was she like raped? They don't. They didn't go into detail. They said like her family wants privacy and stuff. Um, but she like immediately went back, to, got back to the hotel and was flown back to the United States and she's like, uh, hospitalized or whatever and they're not speaking about it. But I, I kept, it made me think like, what a risk to take yeah. to report a story. And like, all these stories here where it's just like, you don't hear shit, you know? Yes, yes. And, and, and I think the thing that, that a lot of people don't understand is when these reporters go over there, the culture is different. Yeah. Um, because like, I listen to, I love NPR News because, you know, they might be biased on some things, but one thing I can't say about NPR News is that when they lay it, they just stay facts. Mm-hmm. And so they understand that a lot of those people over there just don't trust the media. Right. So when the media comes over there with the cameras and the video recorders, even the people that's recording for the um, NPR News, they call them terrorists, they call them traitors, they say, y'all making us look bad all over the world, and they attack them. Right, and what, what makes me wonder is like, who's the guy that's gonna take a bullet for a riot in the US? Mm. Like, who's the reporter that's gonna get his ass whooped because he wanted to go find out what's really going on 
in the Superdome during Katrina. Like, we got a whole bunch of rumors that people said, you know, some people are like, that shit turned out to not even be true. But there were rumors of fucking rape in the yes. Superdome. Yes, and nobody covered it. Yeah, during yeah. Katrina. Yeah. Like, where's the guy that got his ass whooped to find out the truth? Yeah. This is I, can't, I, I saw a, a, a kind of like a documentary show the other day, and it, it, it talked about like, uh, like a really gang infested areas in the United States, like Little Rock, Arkansas, and and they're talking about like the murder rate that was happening across the United States. And if anything like that were to happen in any, any other country, like if the body count was anywhere near what, what it was in the States, that the UN would have intervened, like, intervened a long time ago. Yeah, I believe it, man. Like we have like some of the like documentaries and stuff on like MS-17 and gangs like that or MS-13 however you pronounce it and uh, and like you'll see a documentary where like these motherfuckers go hard and they kill you and I'm like okay well where's the reporter who got killed investigating this or got beat up or got threatened like where's that guy at and he's he's not coming no he's not <laughs> then on top of that I think that America loves itself so much just as a country and we think we're so great that we love to to make other people's problems seem larger than our own. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why we spend a lot of time and money and effort covering other people's shit and ignoring the problems that we actually have here in our own country. Right. Mm-hmm. It is really, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't see that documentary, but I mean, as an outsider, just that, was it Waiting for Superman, that documentary about education? Yes. You know what I'm thinking? Like, damn, America, aren't you concerned about your education? Exactly. Like, talk about this, you know? Like, and I mean, I know our education in, in Canada is, is is one of the top five or, or something. But then to see another neighboring country like the United States that's so strong, no, what kills me for it is the dispor- disproportionate amount of money that's spent in the military. That's really bad. Versus the amount of people that are way below the poverty line. Right. Or can't afford to feed their kids. Mm. Yeah, and I, like, I really do wonder about our military spending because I'm one of those people that looks at it and goes, there's more going on there than, than yeah. just like saying. Because, I mean, it's cool that, you know, I think politicians often take it and go, no, we're doing it so we can, like, you know, free these other countries and we're doing it because we got to do this war. But I I would be willing to bet that there's a lot of money that goes into uh, technology and research. And the same the same argument that we use for NASA here in America, where we're like, we can't let NASA go dead because NASA invented the microwave or whatever the fuck. Like, I feel like the military must be like that, too, but we just can't talk about it. Like, how they kind of, sort of, the Pentagon invented the Internet. Like, like that's not just uh, something that took $10 to make. Like, I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of money that went to fighting in Iraq, but there's a bunch of other money that went to, like, I don't know, an iPhone or some yeah. shit. It's deferred spending towards, like, technology that nobody's ever heard of before. Yeah, you can't come out and say that shit. You can't be like, we had iPhones in 1980, because then the, uh, the enemy knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we were using GPS back in the Cold War. What the right. hell are you talking about? So instead, hey, we, so instead, we're just like, no, we had to go to Iraq. But I guarantee not all that money made it to fucking Iraq. But anyway... <laughs> 
Uh, that was a little deep. Let's uh, get back to funny shit. Last thing uh, <laughs> for random thoughts, and then we're gonna do some articles. Um, I was thinking about. <laughs> I don't know what made me think about this term, and it's not really funny, but it made me laugh. Are there uh, two more diametrically opposed words that make up one term than date rape? <laughs> that is like those words are complete opposites of each other. They are. <laughs> <laughs> exist at the same time it's not like like sweet and low <laughs> say that again sherry like the product sweet and low or something no way no, no that's way. not doesn't even touch they rape is the worst offender i could think of now they might think of first but like i think of a nice like good time on a date i'm thinking of like flowers you pick her up <laughs> opening the car door you take her out to a nice dinner maybe a walk in the park and then of course you jump out the bushes and beat the shit out of her and rape her <laughs> <laughs> like, like date oh. rape is a terrible terrible term it, yes, it, it doesn't it's like a global warming it just does not hit home with the <laughs> of what actually took place like what took place is so much worse than the term date rape we really need another term oh, that does not <laughs> How about just rape? Right. Yeah, yeah. I think we should go with rape. Yes. Cause so I think it's down to what it is and just call it rape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we should have rape and then for like those brutal like jump out the bushes serial rapist type dudes, then we have rape rape. <laughs> How about super rape? rape. Yeah. Yeah, rape squared. It's, it's <laughs> or rape. Yes, rape doubled. Yeah, so rape I, I, surprise. Like, I, like, I, I, because we use date rape for like stuff like you got drunk at a frat party and (laughs) think that's not that's not actually a date. Actually, y'all didn't go out. Like, I would still stick with their argument that 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 is probably a rape. Yes. Drink four cans of four loco. Right. But not but not a date. Not a date. Yeah. There was no dinner involved in this process. Yeah. But no dates. Oh, anyway. Alright, let's do some articles. We just lost. You know what I'm saying about a date rape? I think about that scene with that guy from uh Juice that the Juice Juice. Okay. Yeah. Remember that scene in that uh black girls uh, higher learning? No, no, no. It, it was um, what's that movie? That, I think it's a Tyler Perry production. Black girls committing suicide or <laughs> oh, the four colored girls? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then fucking the, that guy comes in and he just starts oh, getting undressed yes. and he's just like, he's like, thanks for dinner. <laughs> yeah, like like uh, another one that had that was a uh, set it off. Jada Pinkett's character got. Uh, date rape, where the guy was like, "I know you need some money, and I'll hook you up with some money." Oh yeah. yeah. But like, I don't know. There's nothing romantic about take date out of the words. All I'm saying, but yes, call it what it is. There's nothing romantic about this shit, man. It didn't. Yeah, for real. You know. And they're trying to insinuate with that word that well, you did put yourself into that situation. Yes. You know, it's a defense attorney word. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. It's the lawyer's lawyer's yeah. word that they try to tell the judge. Well, she did kind you of. You guys were on a date, right? Yeah. Right. She you did accepted the date, judge. Yeah. Did you let him buy you dinner? <laughs> oh, <there> you go. <laughs> 
he might as well say, if you accepted the date, you accepted the dick, bitch. Just, you know, let's, let's call it what it is. They'll go hand to hand. They great. They penis. Yeah. It all goes together. I'm going to stop using that term, man. I mean, other than for comedic purposes. I'm going to stop using that term because that is kind of a bullshit term, man. Yes, it's, it is. It's, it's very, uh, it, it, it almost takes the sting out of what actually is alleged to take place. That's right. Yeah. That, that's such a lawyer word. Yeah. Yeah. It was a date, Your Honor. Um, all right. Waka Flocka. This is sad news. I, I read this today. I got very sad. Um, oh. Rapper Waka Flocka and his crew were shot at in North Carolina in a North Carolina drive-by. Right. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully uh, no one asked me where I was during the hours of this. Um. <laughs> Uh, I go hard in the paint, man. What can I say? Um, One of the Flocka's associates was hit with a bullet, and Flocka's tour bus had four bullet holes in it. Uh, More than one unidentified unidentified man opened fire on the Atlanta Rappers tour bus on Wednesday in Charlotte. Oh, this shit happened here. Maybe wow. I should stop joking about that. I, 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 wondered, I, I wondered if that shit with no hands. You know, he got a song called No Hands. I don't know any of this. The is, though, like the way the news is, I bet you there was like three shootings in Charlotte. Yeah, maybe the shootings were meant for somebody else and those guys happened to be there. No, what I'm thinking is, is Waka Flocka's tour bus has a big picture of Waka Flocka on it and he's probably driving through the hood. Yeah. Like, look at all my money. And they're pissed because they're like, damn, you're so, you know, you suck. <laughs> right. So badly. <laughs> That's how I express my rage is I shoot it. <laughs> um, so, uh, alright, so witnesses say two cars pulled next to him or next to the bus and started shooting. Blocker was reportedly getting a stereo system installed on the bus when the shooting began. And, uh, he put to my fans and world, and not and like A and D, the capital N. Yes. Uh, in bought to you by Sesame Street. Yeah, in. In for ignorance. Cause uh. <laughs> you can't spell nigga without N and that's what my fucking is. Anyway. Um What percentage of this is possibly like a publicity stunt? I don't I don't know, man. I I don't think he's smart enough. <laughs> like that. Like that was my that was my first thought was oh shit he just did this for some sales and then I was like wait a minute it's Waka Flocka he would never think of something this genius. No. It's his manager. It's his manager that set it all up. <laughs> yeah. 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 And somebody got shot. The other thing is somebody got shot for real, so it's like the game is over at that point. I know. Like fuck real you. Real bullets burn and yeah. it hurts. <laughs> like this shit. This was a good plan until I got shot. Yes. <laughs> That, that's why I stay stick with the taser. Yeah. Um, he said, I'm good. Nothing is wrong with my health. See y'all in Cali for the All-Star. Uh, talking about the All-Star weekend. Um, okay. Uh, how about your boy that just got shot, though? Are you really just going to leave that out of the tweet? You? Oh, yeah. You have more than 140 characters left. I, I see that. <laughs> no? Use, use tweet longer. Use tweet longer for that one, Waka. Let us know. <laughs> What happened to Fred or whatever the fuck your friend is? Um, uh, he says here that uh, his security team returned fire when the shooting began. <laughs> so that actually is That's even less shootout. I, yeah, even less. I, like I don't even think it was a setup. Like, it doesn't sound like it was a gag then if they're shooting no, at each other. That's right. Um, and they all, they all got like blank bullets. 
And he just staged this whole, like, Wild West scenario. <laughs> Except for the one dude, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ow, man, what the fuck? <laughs> what you gotta I know, it's called you beanbag. Damn, you put a real <laughs> Did you get the email? <laughs> We're supposed to use blank, stupid. <laughs> so, um... Apparently he's been shot at uh, before. This isn't his first time. He was shot in the arm after a fight in Atlanta in an Atlanta car wash. Um, and like I said, this is a sad day because they didn't get him. And I mean, oh, he's probably he's gonna dead. make like more music and probably even make a song about this. You know he is. So Waka shot up. Waka shot. Yeah. <laughs> waka 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 shot shot shot. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. We well, this dude. up this street cred. Oh, man. We can't get this dude, man. We, we've been shot at. He's been arrested. His house has been raided. Why can't the police get this motherfucker, man? We have to get him off the street, son. Uh, all right. Well, I want to read this article. Um, and I really, I'm glad you guys are on the show with us because I want to hear your take on it, too. Okay. Um, and I'll try to abbreviate a lot of it because it's fucking long. But Tracy McMillan uh, wrote an article this week called Why You're Not Married. And okay. yeah, Tracy McMillan is a TV writer whose credits include Mad Men, The United States of Terror. Uh, wow. Never heard of that. Those are two, like, like they is, that is date rape of TV writing. <laughs> <laughs> Like Mad Mad Men is date. The United States of Terror is rape in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) That show is fucking terrible. (laughs) Her memoir, I Love You and I'm Leaving You, she wrote that. Um, And it says, uh, and I'm leaving you anyway. I'm sorry. I Love You and I'm Leaving You Anyway is her show, is her book that she wrote. Um, And it's available from HarperCollins. and she lives in Los Angeles with a 13-year-old son. And they give you her Twitter account. But I'm not following this bitch on Twitter. Um, Alright, so her article is basically another article written specifically for black women. You know, uh, about why you ain't got a man. And um, this article, I thought was, it had some good points. But it also had some flaws in it. Um, and I'll just go ahead and uh, read a little bit. It says, uh, you want to get married. It's taken a while to admit it, saying it out loud, even in your mind, feels kind of desperate, kind of unfeminist, kind of definitely not you, or at least not any you that you recognize. Because you're hardly like those girls on TLC saying yes to the dress, and you would never compete for a man like those poor actress wannabes on The Bachelor. So she's saying, she's reeling you in, right? Like, uh, you're single, you know you thought about it, right? Okay. Um, so, so then she says, then something happened. Uh, another breakup, maybe. Uh, I mean, another birthday, maybe. A breakup. Your brother's wedding. His wife elect asked you to be a bridesmaid. And suddenly there you were, wondering how in the hell you came to be 36 years old, walking down the aisle wearing something halfway decent from J. Crew. And you could totally repurpose with a cute pair of boots and a jean jacket. And that's a lot of details. Very much. <laughs> And basically she's saying, look, you a bridesmaid and now you're wondering why you ain't married, right? Mm. Alright, so then she breaks this shit down to six different categories of why your ass is not married. Okay. All of which, as I always say, and I want to remind everyone listening, are your fault. Okay? 
she's saying it's your fault. All these articles always come boil down to your shit is fucked up, and this is what. You're <laughs> anyway, um, number one, you're a bitch. Um, wow. Yes, yes, that is one reason that women, and you know, she's probably right. You know, maybe bitches have a hard time getting married. I don't know. Um, here's what I mean by bitch. I mean you're angry. You probably don't think you're angry. You think you're super smart. And if you've been told, if you've been to a lot of therapy that you that you're setting boundaries, um, but the truth is you're pissed at your mom, at the military military industrial complex, at Sarah Palin, and it scares men off. What? Yeah, men don't like angry women. Um, now, Shirley, Shirley, Chloe, what do you guys think about the point number one? You're not married because you're a bitch. I think uh, point number one should be you're not married because you keep looking up with gay dudes. Cole, <laughs> <laughs> Cole, I made the same mistake. It, that's Terry McMillan. <laughs> okay. This is Tracy McMillan. Tracy, Tracy. got it. <laughs> now, by that same token, though. Tracy McMillan has been married three times and divorced three times. Oh, she ain't exactly a, a fucking expert about staying married, but of course the article is called Why You're Not Married. So, um, what do y'all think about the bitch point? Um, do you think there's any merit to that at all? No, because I, I know some guys who are, they, they love it when girls are bitchy like that. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Find yourself a beta male if you're a bitch. Yeah, you see. Go to an S and M club. There you go. You find yourself a man who likes to be bitch around. And like, listen to this shit, right? Oh my god, I'm starting to get mad. All right. Um, in in her fucking example of why bitches can't get married, she puts. Here's what my son wants out of life: macaroni and cheese, a video game, and Kim Kardashian. Have you ever seen Kim Kardashian angry? I didn't think so. You've seen Kim Kardashian smile, wiggle, and make a sex tape. Female anger terrifies men. Now listen to this. Kim Kardashian is not fucking married. Yeah. She's never, what, are you, what are you talking about? And she dates athletes that fuck her, don't marry her, and then she moves to the next dude. That's right. Wow. Why are we acting like she's something to aspire to? Because she's a ditz? That's what you're telling women? Don't be angry. Be Kim Kardashian. Because she's sought after. that That's what she's talking about, this Tracy McMillan. She's talking about being sought after, not being married. Right. Right. They're telling, like, it doesn't tell you how to be married. It just tells you how to, quote, unquote, get married or get proposed to or whatever. But right. look, there's no man that respects Kim Kardashian for her brain and shit. Like, you just want to fuck her. And that's because she looks like Kim Kardashian. That's right. Wow. She could be a fucking. Uh, she could be anything. You'd be like, yes, I want to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think she could be. I think she could pull off being a bitch, and the men would still be attracted yeah. to her. She yeah. is a bitch. <laughs> she is. She has a reality show. We know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she made money, money off of the sex tape. Wow. <laughs> And my thing, and, 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 and maybe it's just me, um, her her example sucked, but there are a lot of women that are grumpy and mean and evil as hell, and any man in his right mind would want to. Right. I mean, I mean, maybe that's just me. But there's a lot of men without right minds that are married to a bitch right now. Yeah. I don't want to name any. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> 
And I know y'all. And, I know some of y'all. And, 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 <laughs> and on top of that, I think also it's what you want. If you expect your woman to be a bitch, she will be a bitch, and that's what's gonna be attracted to you. Right. If you want somebody that got good tits, she's not gonna have these qualifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's talking in the article like like all women who are bitches aren't married. And that's clearly not the case. That's not the oh, case, because you know, men some men want to feel like they're married to their mother. Right. <laughs> so that's true though. <laughs> I've seen those sitcoms. I know how it goes down. And I'll tell you one thing. I ain't got no children, don't want no children, and my husband is not a child. That's too much damn work. Oh. Yeah. Alright, so number two, you're shallow. When it comes to choosing a husband, only one thing truly matters, character. So it stands the reason that a man's character should be at the top of the list of things you're looking for, right? But if you're not married, you already know it isn't. Because if you're looking for a man of character, you would have found one by now. Men of character are by de- definition willing to commit. Um, it's, and it says, instead, you know, you're looking for like someone tall or rich or whatever. What do you guys think about that? It, you're shallow and that's why you can't get married. But she goes further to say like there's no point looking anymore because you're shallow and that's it. There's nothing left for you out there. Right. You need to change. You need to change being shallow because, you know, nobody tall or rich ever gets married to shallow women. And I hate these article sites because men are shallow too. So, yeah. just, I mean, just people in general. And I, and, and to an extent, um, when you read articles like this, and, 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 and it's kind of depressing, but women read this going, I need to change me. This, I have so many flaws. I am so screwed up. Right. You know, I am so messed up. Nobody would want me. You know. Yeah, and you know what? Okay, two things. One, I don't want to get into the whole, like, men this, women that, because this article's directed to women. Yes. And let me, let me just and start off point one. We all agree, I'm pretty sure, I don't even have to take a count of hands, men are just as fucked up as women. Yes. I don't even think we, like, this is not even a debate between the sexes, and it's sad that it, this, these articles often turn to that, like, we start reading them and going, but men are fucked up, but women are fucked up, like, no, okay, we're all fucked up, we get it. <laughs> but this, this particular time, she's talking to women, so I don't want to get too off on, like, the men tangent, right. um, but I would say, yes, they're, they're shallow men that like a shallow woman. That's true. But so, also, if they came up with the term called gold digger, right. a lot of gold diggers are married. Exactly. Yeah. Alright, number three. You're a slut. Hooking up, <laughs> hooking up with some guy in a hot tub on the rooftop is fine for the ladies of Jersey Shore, but they're not trying to get married. You are. Which means, unfortunately, that if you're having sex outside of committed relationships, you will have to stop. Why? Because past a certain age, casual sex is like recreational heroin, and it doesn't stay recreational for long. And then she breaks down how, and we talked about this a while back, how there's this chemical called oxytocin that is like a hormone that your brain releases. When uh, when a woman has an orgasm or uh, nurses her baby, and it can fuck up your you know casual sex game because you'll get uh, attached to the uh, you know instead of a fuck buddy now you want a boyfriend and all that shit. What do you guys think about that? Man, she's crazy. I don't get how she's making these assumptions. It sounds like she's hopping on the whole. Uh, Steve Harvey bandwagon of like let's shit on black women and, and they'll still give us their money. It's like she's saying like, hey, be like a woman of the nineteen forties and, and you know <laughs> Yeah. 
That's a great point. That's a great point. Have his steak and wine ready when he gets home from work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shut up. <laughs> Look good. Yeah, don't speak. Whatever you do. You know what? Problem number five. You talk too much. <laughs> number six. Why isn't the house clean, bitch? <laughs> um, Karen, did you want to add to your slut or no? To your slut? Oh, the, the thing about that is that uh, maybe this is just me. I agree with them. And also... Times have changed, and I think a lot of times people have this philosophy when it comes to women that women are not supposed to enjoy sex. And I think that's a big, big issue when it comes down to it because they go, no, 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 you're not supposed to enjoy sex. You're not supposed to go out and just have sex because you like to act. You're supposed to only be attracted to the man that you're trying to marry. Right, yeah. Come on. Um, Number four, you're a liar. It usually goes something like this. You meet a guy who is cute and likes you, but he's not really available for a relationship. He has some condition that absolutely precludes his availability like he's married. Or he gets around town on a skateboard. Or maybe he just comes right out and says something cryptic like, uh, I'm not available for a relationship right now. And so basically she goes on to say, you lie to him and tell him, uh, no, no, I'm cool with that shit. But secretly you're like, I'm going to change his ass. And you have sex with them, and eventually you try to get them to commit, even though he told you up front, I wouldn't commit. Um, now, now, I don't know that that is why you're not married, but I mean, that's fucked up. Yeah. You know, that's fucked up, and I do believe you should not lie up front, because chances are you can't give up lies forever. Nope. But I mean, I, everything she's saying isn't really like a get married, don't get married thing to me. It's just like, be a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna. I was just gonna say that, that. That you could sum this all up to just be cool. Like you don't lie when you go into a job interview. Right. You don't yeah. lie when you meet your your friend's parents. Yeah. yeah. And you definitely don't lie about anything that can be traced back. Like, oh, I know how to use Excel, and then they go, okay, cool. Here's a spreadsheet. Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I just went for a job interview and they sent me a test today <laughs> online. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> got that shit Shirley those, those tests are way easier than me like I kept I, when I was applying for jobs I was, I was like oh, a test okay sure and then I get it and I'll be like man what is this for a fourth grader yeah <laughs> but you know what I don't like about these tests is that you know when you you know how to use Excel and those kind of things you created a bad habit because you know how to use the shortcuts right like the control F or the F1s or F2 or whatever Damn. but then these tests they force you to try to find the, the long answers. Yes. Go to file. Save as. Yes. You know what I mean? And and then so now, because you've created the bad habit, you don't remember the long version, and it, it comes out like you don't know Excel. And it's not even a bad habit, Shirley. It's, it's a good habit. Yes. It makes you more efficient at your job, but because their dumbass program can't keep up with you, it, it makes you look stupid. Like, oh, yes. what? Control V? That's I, ridiculous. I don't register that one. It's because that, that test was made by someone who knows less about Excel than you do. Right. Yes! <laughs> it's true! And the test I had, some of them said, do not use Control or do not use F1. On some of these questions, I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Alright. Number five. You lied about using Excel. Um, <laughs> number five. Not, that's why I'm not married. Yep. See? Shirley is fucking up again. <laughs> number five. You are selfish. Uh, if you're not married, chances are you think a lot about you. 
Oh, it says it everybody. Well, I'm married. If you're married, you think a lot about you. I'm about to say. I think about, I'm about to say. How it's dare funny. you think about being better at your job? Yes. Yes. How I, dare you think about making a career out of your life? How dare you think about making yourself beautiful? <laughs> it says. You think about your thighs, your outfits, your nasolabial folds. Hey? Whatever what, that what means. What is that? I don't know. Some shit she made up. You think about your career. If you, or if you don't have one, you think about doing yoga teacher training. Uh, sometimes you think about how marrying a wealthy guy or at least a guy with a really, really good job would solve all your problems. Now look. That's everybody. Yeah. Like, if you're a single woman and you're not married, why aren't you thinking about this shit like that? Like, <laughs> and I'm sorry, if you're 36 and you're single, that is more of a reason you should be thinking about. Because the time is not on your side. So you do have to be pickier. And you're gonna be thinking like that no matter if you're 10. You're gonna be fucking thinking like that. That's what you're gonna <laughs> When you're fucking 10, you're going, I wanna marry Denzel. You don't care how realistic that is. For real. Yeah, sure, you're gonna marry Larry in accounting, but you have dreams and at one point in time you live those dreams yeah. <laughs> at least he's got the same skin tone as Denzel yes <laughs> or the same teeth <laughs> it's not, I don't get how this is a, a bad thing stop dreaming bitch you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're your fucking dreams no wonder no man wants you and then on top of that when it says I think about myself a lot Cause I sleep a lot, and that's a single activity that does not involve my husband. <laughs> For real. Uh, number six, you're not good enough. Oh, and she goes Ow. right, but check it, she flips it on your clothes. It's like Inception. She <laughs> says, "Oh, I don't think that you do. I can tell because you're not looking for a partner who is your equal." No, you want someone better than you are, better looking, better family, better job. Let me tell you something. Number six is 100% dead on. You don't think you're good enough. And you don't think you're good enough because you're reading this article and you believe it. (laughs) If you're reading this shit and you're thinking, these are some good points, your ass is number six. You're already in trouble. (laughs) You gotta say, skip down to the bottom. And I feel bad because when I first read this, I kind of breezed through it and I was like, oh, you know, she has some good points, I guess. But what it is is this like psychobabble where really she's just telling you like don't be a dick and everyone can agree with don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. And then her specific examples are pretty much shit she dealt with. Not every woman deals with this bullshit. Yeah, like true. no, you or were the one, you know, I maybe you're too focused on your career, maybe you're dreaming of a rich man. And then you look at her history, you've been married three times and failed three times. Who yeah, dude. That's that same guy who uh, wrote that uh, men are from Mars and women are from Penis. Yeah, and, and then, then, they're yeah. not even with each other. Yeah, and then you find out that guy ah. three times. It's yeah. sad, you know? It's sad, really, because, I mean, honestly, and, 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 you know, I'm sure some women will read this and they'll think it's good because their goal is to get married. But, honestly, people just got to change their goal, man. Your goal should be to be happy. And if, if getting married is part of that, that's cool. Even in marriage, your goal should be to be happy. And even in inside of that marriage, it's to stay married. Like, anyone can get married, to be honest. There's no reason. Like, I know people are like, it's so difficult. No, you can find a motherfucker that'll put a ring on you, but he ain't going to be worth a damn. Yes, and on top of that, man, you have talked about this, and it so frustrates me. 
Why do people treat marriage and children and all this stuff like a fucking grocery list? I cannot go pick an apple, bite into it, and say, you're going to be my husband. It don't work like that. It is right. not that simple. It is not that cut and dry. I can't go and say, oh, I like the Campbell's soup. Let me eat this. And it's all good and say, check off my list. It, 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 right. Life don't function like that. Oh, and so many people treat, treat, treat real life like a grocery store, but it ain't the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly like you're saying before, Rod. Like, just be cool. And if you, if you try and be cool, then, then you're going to be happy. And if you're happy, then you, if, if you want to be married, you'll be married. Right. And yeah. I'll, I'll take it a step further, Chloe. Your ass still might not get married. Like, it's a lot of luck. It is a lot of fucking luck. Like, we believe in this fairy tale. Like, I went and saw the princess ride. No, this shit don't work like that, man. You gotta get lucky. You gotta get lucky. Maybe you meet a motherfucker that is cool and you meet him at the right time and blah, blah, blah. You know, and shit happens. But, you know, there's a chance. This shit might not go that way. Calm down. Calm down. Right. Yeah. Be happy. If you, you just, if you're gonna die, die happy. Yeah, that's right. I'm fucking around, Jesus. All right. Anyway, I think, I think I think the sad part is is some people would rather die married than die happy. Ooh. <laughs> you see it every day, man. I, like I believe, honestly, uh, the image in most women's mind, uh, single women that I've met in my life, is a wedding day and not a marriage, and and, and it's like a, a series of events. Maybe like, oh, I can picture myself having my first child. I can picture myself moving into a house. I can picture. Can you picture yourself talking to this motherfucker about work for the twelfth hundred time? I know a guy. I know a guy who took out a loan for twenty thousand dollars to pay for his wedding, and he went bankrupt. Wow. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. If I go bankrupt, we we together forever. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. It's haunting. We, we we together and at least to both our credit ratings get to seven fifty. Then damn it, I'm divorced. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. I'm not doing all the rest of these articles, I, but I do want to talk about this article real quick, and uh, we'll do some of the random shit maybe Sunday or whatever. Um, Albert Haynesworth is a NFL player, plays for the Redskins. He's a uh, much maligned uh, because he made a lot of money, and then he spoke out against his coach and said like, "Hey, this system that you're running." I've never played in it before. I'm the highest paid player at my position in the NFL. And I think we should run shit the way I can benefit the team and the way the team is designed to run. And people do not like when motherfuckers make a lot of money and speak out and say they won't do some shit. Okay. Uh, that's just, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's a uniquely American thing. I think it's just more of a sports fan jealousy thing where it's like, but he's making blanket and blank amount of money. I suck a dick for that, and you're like, okay. <laughs> well, that's 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 why you don't have it. And that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's that's the same thing in Canada here because hockey. You hear people like those armchair fans, armchair coaches, or whatever, talk about like how much hockey players are crying and they shouldn't be crying because they're making so much money and all that shit. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like if you could do that, I tell you what. Here's how you get the money. Be one of 500 people in the world that can do something. Yeah. <laughs> then you can get that kind of money. You don't have to pitch. <laughs> anyway, so this dude did something. And I had his back when he complained about his coach and stuff. Because I was like, there's no reason you make all that fucking money and then people should tell you to shut the fuck up. No. You're going to hear me. There's a reason you paid me. I, I want to have my opinion. 
Um, and it's not like he didn't do his job, you know, he fucking was at work, you know, but anyway, so <laughs> what happened with this latest bullshit, um, I'm not on his side. He's charged with sexual assault, uh, or accused of it, um, because he sexually harassed a waitress, um, and it says what happened basically was that she came over to his table. Her hands were full with dishes at the time, and he and she he was like, "I'm ready to pay my bill. Um, can I just slide my card into like the front of your blouse or your shirt?" And she said, "She said like yes." And then when he did, he like reached in and like felt her titty or whatever. And like she got off work, and like four hours later, she went to the police and uh, filed charges against the guy. And it really pisses me off. Um, have either one of you guys ever been waiters or waitresses? No. 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 Okay. All right. Well, all right, all right. we've got some friends who've been uh, in the service industry, and uh, their stories were enough to keep us well away from it. <laughs> yeah, it yes. sucks. It, yes. it, it, I mean, not to get off on uh, too much of a tangent, but yeah, it fucking sucks. Uh, just like uh, Keith says, uh, Keith and the girl, you yeah, don't make yourself. Get the fuck out. It is, it's 100% true. I did it for years. I did too for a Ka- long yeah, time. Yeah, Karen did it for years. You will cry at work. You will fucking break down. You will want to kill somebody at work. Uh, oh, you will like shit. I've, heard, I've had some friends who I know growing up just weren't racist, but I've heard them say some of the most racist shit yep. just from doing that job. Yep. Yeah, I've seen a uh, uh, this guy. He was, he was a gay dude uh, named Phil. And this uh, one table was so fucking rude and mean to him. He like flipped out, cried in the back. He was shaking, and he got so mad. Like he spit in their food and shit, and like stirred up and and served it to him. And I sat there and watched him do it, and I didn't feel one iota of bad about it. Wow! Like, I just looked at him and was like, "You gotta do what you gotta do, dog." Because because you know, like they you know they he had some effeminate manners, and they were clearly like. Being homophobic towards him on purpose and making jokes about the shit, and it's like they just don't respect you as a person. And it always makes me very upset when I see people treat waiters like shit because it tells me a lot about you. Yes, it does. If you treat, if you treat, it does. Yeah, you treat somebody who is a quote unquote servant to you like yeah. that. Then you're not worth a fuck yourself. Yeah. And not someone who's handling your food. That, yeah. That's, wow. yeah, that that tells me that they're the bitch at their job. Mm. Right. And the, here's the crazy thing is like you yeah. don't like because some people will be like, but the waiter, you know, she said he could put the the, the, the card there. He had no business doing that. His his was fucked up about being a waiter. One in America, I know most of the waiters do not make minimum wage. Nope, about two thirteen, three something an hour. Right. And what? Then, Yes, yes you, you have to make States, tips to yes, make it to minimum, minimum wage. wage. Yes, you do. And in the United States, in order to in order to get paid minimum wage, you have to be like a head waitress, head server, or something like that. If you're not in like one of those positions, because I was in, in industries for years, and I worked at lower ends, I worked at higher end restaurants, and I and in North Carolina and South Carolina, it's two thirteen. I don't know about other places. Right. Some places three dollars an hour. So, so the point being, this chick's not making. She's not banking. No, she's not. So, so what happens, especially with a lot of female waitresses, they use their charm a little bit, they flirt a little bit, it's, and it's it's one of the reasons I find Hooters so depressing is because I used to be a waiter and I know that this yeah, chick does not fucking like you. No. She needs to get a tip. That's right. Um, yeah. So she's doing him like that in, in my in my belief. 
is that she's probably doing him like that, obviously. Um, because, you know, if she really invited that type of a, a, a touch of the shit, she probably would have went home with him. She probably right. would have got a number. Like, it wouldn't have went down like, well, let me go to the police because he grabbed my boob, you know? Mm. But uh, I guarantee she fucking had to be talked into going to the police because you still think, well, this kind of my fault because you're a waiter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get mistreated and you're like, I must have fucked up. I must have did something wrong. And I'm glad she went to the fucking cops. And if it's true, that dude's a piece of shit. And there's no defense for this shit. That's I just kind of wanted to, to get in on that and put that shit on the record. Because I, like, I defended him you know, in a situation where he was the employee and his boss was tripping. But when you sit down at a restaurant, you're the boss. And that waiter is your employee. And you treat him like shit that says you're a shit human being. Yes. Uh, man. Well, I totally agree. And I don't know, I don't know what... They should have the fucking waiters, man. They should organize and they should make a fucking waiter day and no waiters go to work. Yeah. Fuck the system up. What's the time frame between him going to his boss and then this story? Um, the waitress. Well, he actually got let go from the team. Uh, like in uh, like maybe November or something. Mm-hmm. Like middle of the season, they let him yep. go, even though they owed him a ton of money because they were just like. This guy's not working out. We've kind of vilified him in the press. The coach did not. The coach never took the high road. He never took the high road, and it, and they just had to sever the relationship and pay him like a buyout or whatever, and let him go. Yep. So he's not even playing football, and nope. and all this shit happened about this time last year yep. that he first started saying like, "Hey, I think we should change up the defense, and you know we should be careful about what we're gonna do here." Blah blah blah. And, and, and ultimately, he was proven right. Because, I mean, his job is to be a defensive lineman. He probably knows what the fuck he's talking about. Right. But, but he's still a piece of shit today in this article. That's fuck right. that bullshit, man. I, oh, man. What an asshole. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Some man got forced to eat his own ear. He got attacked by a gang in Ireland. Oh. And, yeah, they forced him to eat part of his ear. Uh, the man's 21. He's recovering at a hospital. Um... <laughs> The gang dragged the man down a lane, beat him with a hammer and a metal bar, cut off part of the man's ear and forced him to eat it. And he also suffered injuries to the head, jaw, and leg. That is fucked up. Wow! That owes some serious money yes. to somebody for that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, how much, how much, like, you think they gave him seasoning and shit? Like, how much hot sauce would I have to put oh, on my own ear? You have to do more than hot sauce, boo-boo. <laughs> that, that shit gonna have to be dipped in some gravy you know the wood taste any type of good well speaking of gravy 400 pound woman caught shoplifting when, when motorized car gets stuck at Rochester Hills major whatever that means police use taser to subdue her <laughs> yeah everybody's in this article everybody's like you have to see this taser um, a Pontiac woman's alleged theft attempt was foiled this week when her motorized cart became stuck at a Rochester Hills major. I guess that's like the store. Yes. Jerry Perkins, 30. Man, 400 pounds at 30 using a cart. Woo! Is charged with unarmed robbery, resisting and obstructing a police officer in second degree retail fraud. And bond was set at $15,000, man. That is crazy. I, why did they have to taser? Why, why do you have to taser a four hundred pound woman? Where is she going? Yeah, she's in a car too. I mean, she she can't go but three miles an hour. Yeah, it's probably going slower than it should be because of the the weight. 
say, well, I mean, what are you scared? She's going to eat you? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to put you in your her fold? Oh, <laughs> maybe they, uh, maybe they tased the cart. <laughs> Shut it down, lady. Shut it down. <laughs> it says she, uh, shoved the law prevention officer and hit her in the face. So, Ooh. she deserved tase. You think the taser even does something to, to somebody 400 pounds? I don't know. They might have had to hit us several times, man. Alright, somebody else sent me this. Uh, and I'm trying to go through these faster. Uh, confession. Boy bludgeoned sleeping mom over PlayStation. Oh, what the fuck? Yes. You guys be careful how you punish your kids. You know, they fucking up. You you make sure that you, you know, lock the door. Um, I ain't locking shit. <laughs> <laughs> you is not gonna beat me over PlayStation, nigga. I will kill you. <laughs> well, uh, she says to our fictional kid, uh, when her <laughs> when her sixteen year old son got in trouble last November, Rashida Anderson responded with punishment. She took away Kendall's PlayStation. Am I the only? And Cole's probably thinking this too, but it's gotta be PlayStation Three, right? Like. Yeah. At, at least two. It just says PlayStation. No one has a PlayStation. The original one? <laughs> she took away his Atari. Yeah. Um, they just said the that. The Star Fox on PlayStation. <laughs> uh, that proved fatal. Following a 90 minute argument the day after Thanksgiving, Kendall went into his sleeping mother's bedroom, hit her 20 times with a claw hammer, and ultimately killed her. Okay, that that kid, man, has to be, like, one of those, like, semi-retarded rage kids. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's no way that, that you just, like, a, a normal kid playing video games is just going to claw his mom to death. He, like, I, I resent the fact that they put the word PlayStation in that. It should just be kid after Thanksgiving dinner claws his mom's head. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah, this fucking bullshit of like, oh, yeah, you know, this normal child of middle America was playing PlayStation and his mom shut it down and now she's dead. (laughs) PlayStation creates rage. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Like 28 days later, zombies. Yeah. Yeah, I hate when they do that. They just throw the video game shit in there just to be like, video games are scary. We don't understand them. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are making so much money off of the scary devil products. (laughs) Just, anyway, just buy them for your kids and don't read the label. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, this is my hero of the day. Uh, Police. Woman drove in the crowd of school children. Wow. Yeah, it sounds terrible when you put it that way. But, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a positive spin to this story. Police say a woman drove into a crowd of children this morning after they refused to move out of the way of her car. <laughs> Good for you, girl. Amy <laughs> Lynn. ass moving kids. Get out the way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make my ass make the work. Uh, Amy Lynn Stewart, 34. Got charged with four counts of assault and battery. So she didn't kill anybody. Um, a group of children was walking to the middle school on the shoulder of the road about 8 a.m. when a vehicle approached them at the intersection of Tulip Drive and Irish Street. There is no sidewalk at the intersection. The driver honked their horn, and when the children didn't move, she drove into the crowd, striking four children. Uh, ah! 14-year-old, 13-year-old, and 12-year-old. Um... Oh, two 13-year-olds. I bet you they asked to move again. My mama always told me that your ass is not made out of rubber, and if the car hits you, your ass won't bounce. She has no prior convictions. Okay? She's a model citizen. I'm on her side. I know. It sounds fucked up. I am on her side. 
That's some falling down shit, eh? Like some Michael Douglas. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, look, if my my parents taught me to move the fuck out of the way of cars. I know it's so. Like, I don't believe in that right away shit where they're like, look, the pedestrian has the right away. No, the mass times force, <laughs> mass times acceleration equal force. No, get the fuck out of the way. A <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 thousand ton vehicle weighs more than your hundred twenty five pound ass. I'm gonna win every time. That's what I'm saying. Mass times acceleration equals force. Yeah, there's in uh, in Quebec. You, there's um, certain areas I think it's just Montreal I'm not sure but in the city of Montreal you can't turn right on a red light and I'm convinced it's because people would turn right and probably turn right like people rushing across the street or something like that and that's when you'd bang into them yeah man wow. hey look that's how you learn anyway and on top of that I teach your ass to watch them lights if it got the, if the man got his hand up your ass needs to stop what yeah, is in, in Montreal, people cross the street like it's like it's like, like, there's, like there's it. like there's no cars. Yeah, they own the wow. street. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, the worst is like here, man. The worst, and I hate to get all stereotypical, but black people, man, god damn, move the fuck out of the way, and we're slow, and we're had a nerve to give you the nigga look like you ain't gonna hit me. Yeah, that's what I don't like. I don't like there was this older white lady who was walking up the street when I was trying to come back to work, and she was moving slow. She's an old white lady, but she gave me the polite, like, hey, I'm old, what the fuck can I do? You know, face. But, like, if I had a dollar for every time a nigga looked me in my face, like, yes, bitch, I'll take my time. I wish a motherfucker would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to get paid. Like, man, I just, I just want to live my dream today. Yes. Oh, my God. You got to be glad I'm not rich. I will run over your ass, then throw a million dollars at you and say, bitch, move next time. Uh, I don't feel like going to work today, so hit me. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're rich and you just kind of like, just run over it well hopefully they don't get too hurt too much and then you just throw a thousand dollars out the window <laughs> move out of my way <laughs> actually uh, i actually hit a guy one time i was coming out of a parking lot after i got my car worked on but it didn't really count because he was a, a legal immigrant he was mexican and <laughs> i hit him and I, I was mortified like i was ready to get out the car he fucking jumped up so fast it was like stay in the car keep going <laughs> that shit was like that shit was like seeing uh, Bigfoot or Abominable Snowman like I was like what What the fuck does that mean he ran away pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's manslaughter <laughs> um, alright they ain't sending me back this, this article this article is for Chloe uh, Chloe it took you guys a while you finally got him OJ Simpson brutally beaten in prison attack Afraid to leave his cell. About time. One <laughs> for the white man. Ding. Oh yeah. White, white man, one million. Yeah, but I got my rock and roll fingers up. <laughs> white man, six billion twenty-seven. Black people, four. <laughs> 
disgraced gridiron OJ uh, gridiron great OJ Simpson was beaten unconscious in a brutal prison yard attack the Inquirer has learned exclusively inmates cheered as a muscular young skinhead knocked him to the ground punching and kicking him to a bloody pulp inflicting injuries so severe he secretly spent nearly three weeks in the infirmary damn yeah that's Spartacus man um, uh, the humiliating beating left the 63-year-old Simpson in agony and threw him into a spiral of depression so deep he's now afraid to venture out of his cell. Divulge, uh, divulge sources. He's 63. What kind of damn fight was he gonna put up? Yeah. Uh, the old man strip didn't work this time. No, it did. Juice, man. Yeah, man. He got the juice. All right. Um. <laughs> Embarrassed by the fact that the their most famous inmate was battered while in their custody, prison authorities have done their best to keep the incident secret, but the inquiry has obtained the full shocking details of the vicious pounding. The battle erupted at Nevada's Lovelock Correctional Center, uh, where Simpson is serving at least nine years for the for his role in the armed confrontation with uh, sports memorabilia de- dealers in Dallas. So. Wow. Basically, he fucked up and uh, got his ass whooped, and white people finally got him, man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Uh, we got two articles left. This one's real quick. Mom arrested after showing police a photo of duct tape toddler. <gasps> yeah, that's right, Karen. Sometimes you got to show the police why they need to arrest your ass. That that you know, I I see, I see things like that, and it breaks my heart. Like every time I see, like even that picture we saw of this like little kid who was like smoking on a bong. Uh, and there was that one video online where there was that kid and he was smoking a joint. Like he was, he wasn't just like smoke. He was smoking it. Like he was like experienced at smoking it. And that breaks my heart. Hey man, everybody can't be good parents, man. So, um, a southeastern Pennsylvania woman who police say showed a photo of her toddler duct taped to a chair as part of an identity theft complaint is being held without bail. So, she went to police earlier this month to complain that her identity had been stolen and someone had posted an online photo of her young daughter bound to a chair with duct tape covering her mouth. Oh my god. Yeah, and then uh, police say Ferguson admitted to taping the girl to a chair about seven months ago. Uh, She denied allegations to reporters as as she was transported to jail. So, uh, it says, uh, Ferguson's mother says she thinks another child was responsible. The girl in cu- the girl is in custody of child welfare workers. So, wow. No winners there. Wow. All right. Now, this kids need to learn to behave, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the kid's fault, you know. I bet you they'll be quiet from now on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just don't picture, like, calling the cops and be like, this motherfucker stole my identity. Where's the evidence? Well, here's where I burn my kid with cigarettes. <laughs> Hold on. If you, if, you stay, if you stay there, I think I have some child porn around here somewhere. Hold on. Wow. These are these are the defensive wounds from when I was trying to put her in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This will prove my innocence. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, all right. Last story. And I saved this one for the Chonilla podcast because I wanted to hear your guys' take on this. Dangerous. And this is quotations. <laughs> Dangerous cow roughs up inmate. Oh. Yeah. What? Edmonton. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada. <laughs> Only in Edmonton. <laughs> we have enough. We didn't have any Florida news today, so. Florida, y'all still hook. 
an inmate working at an Alberta prison farm is suing the Attorney General of Canada for $500,000 after alleging he was badly injured by an aggressive and dangerous cow. You mean raped. You date raped. Like a real live moo cow? Maybe it was one of those uh, Chick fil A cows or some shit. Parachute. <laughs> 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 you guys hear about that in the States? Like inmates suing the prisons? No, I'm, I mean, not like. No, actually. Back in Canada, eh? That's, that's a Canadian thing. Hey, my rights are being violated. I'm in jail. I, I, I'm sure it's happened or something. I just, I don't, I can't remember a story on it, but I mean. Some motherfuckers probably sued the prison, but I would laugh at that. Like, really? Come on, you're not. You're not. How, how did the cow get it? Okay. Uh, you know, they probably have like this dairy like work program where they they train them how to work on a farm. So when they get out, they can get paid like a dollar an hour to work on a farm. Oh, so he date raped the cow. Then <laughs> 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 the cow said, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> Here's some my hooks. Um, <laughs> It says, uh, in a statement claim filed February 7th in Edmonton's Court of Queens bench, Leslie Roland Johnson says he was incarcerated, uh, he was incarcerated in Bowden Institution at the time of the alleged February 8th, 2009 incident and was toiling as a laborer on the Central Alberta Penitentiary Annex Farm. Um, so this shit, uh, so he just filed this shit now, but this happened in 2009 in February. Two years ago. Wow. wow. And they must be working on a farm. Mm-hmm. No, it was. He was raped and then he ran to the jail library to read up on the law. <laughs> he became a lawyer and he's like, what? I get paid for this. <laughs> yeah, the cow, the, uh, the cow was actually Albert Haysworth and had to be talked into suing him, but finally, um, Let's see. He alleges he was carrying out his farm duties when the aggressed cow, when he was aggressed by the cow, which caused him to fall heavily and suffer serious injuries, including a broken bone in his shoulder. Uh, he claims prison officials knew prior to the alleged incident that the cow was in question was aggressive and dangerous. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, what the cow do? Shank somebody in the past? I don't understand. How do you know? Oh, the cow you know what aggressive? it was? You know what it was? It's a black cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see this sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Angus cow. Yeah. <laughs> that cow had a gats. Maybe it's a bull. Like I don't know. Uh, they say he breached their duty. Uh, they breached their duties by failing to call the animal from the herd or to warn him and take measures to protect him from the cow. Uh, he alleges that he was not given prompt and appropriate medical attention for his injuries and says it was two months before X-rays were arranged. Uh, wow, that's a long time. Um, yeah, that guy's just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in the cage with Bessie, teach him a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> During this time, they say the prison staff accused him of faking his injury. And, and you know what? Come on, let's be honest. I would think you were faking your injury if you told me a cow made you break your shoulder. Yes. It's gonna, be, it's gonna probably take you about two months to get me to give you an x-ray. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, let's see. He also says he requires surgery and might require further operation in the future and has been prevented from enjoying activities he had previously enjoyed. <laughs> like raping cows. I think I'm gonna be jacking off. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh my 
Action or something, but I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, to switch completely to the other arm. That's just too much work. Man, I used to get self conscious in high school because, like, if it, if it was like if I was wearing a t shirt to school or something like that, yeah, like because when you're growing, it, it develops, you know what I mean? Like, oh no, yeah. in certain areas than in others, so it was so obvious. What? That, yeah, you're, cra- you're kidding. No, no, it was so obvious that my right. You didn't need bicep to... was like my whole arm was shaped better than my left arm. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now I know this, and then if I notice Ronan growing, I'll know. Yeah. Thank you, Clove. Thank yeah. You. Like Clove, yeah. Clove looked like that. Uh, remember the retarded one in Three Hundred? They had like yeah. <laughs> he had like the baby arm, and then one like Spartan arm. <laughs> I was like uh, I was like Quagmire in that episode where. He yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, you know, you guys need to check out uh, Shirley and Chloe's show. Go to chonilla.com. Just search on uh, iTunes for chonilla.com. But if you go to chonilla.com, sign up for their forums. Uh, They have donate buttons there. Help them, uh, you know, they're moving and shit. Like, things are happening in life. Help them out. I'm sure if you listen to uh, our show, uh, you've heard us talk about them before. So make sure you check them out. Follow them on Twitter. Uh, Shirley is chonilla.dot. Com, C-O-M, uh, no period, just chonilla.com. And Clove is Clovisaurus. And uh, of course, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again, that S and D A T. And, um, you know, go to the, go to the website, blackoutist.com and, you know, look up all our information there. And of course, join our Facebook group. Leave us a review on iTunes, guys. We love reviews on iTunes. We do. As long as they're five stars. Yes. And we will uh, read them on our feedback episode, which we do every Saturday. Yeah. And, um, uh, once again, this is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. And don't forget, they're giving away free shit. Just go to their, go to our website and, you know, read all on the, uh, about our, a word from our sponsor link. And, uh, also, you know, it's a free copy of an audio play called Try the Pie. And it's going out free to all the Black Out Tips listeners. It's about a married couple that go to a dinner that find out that maybe everybody else at the dinner 
is vampires. I've said too much. I've said too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys got a week. Just make sure you go there uh, and add, put the code in Rod and Karen Rock with no spaces. And, uh, you know, they'll take care of you. Do you Can think- I just add one thing for you? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, I just wanted to add that uh, Shirley's doing some work on the website. So I, in the next month, we're going to have a way snazzier website. Like right now, we got some feedback that the website was a little bit too too noisy, a little bit too hard to navigate. So we're... Uh, feedback on Cole's mind. That's my feedback. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to make it a lot simpler to, to work with. And we found like a really cool theme and stuff. So. Cool, man. I, I don't know shit about making a website. I mean, I've just started fucking around with ours. Yeah. So it's pretty simple yeah, right now. It may modify and change, but yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's cool doing this shit yourself. But yeah. you know, at the same time, I'm always like, did I fuck that up? And, <laughs> and speaking of iTunes reviews, I left you guys an iTunes review, and I was waiting to hear hear you guys read it back on your show. He is crying. <laughs> oh, really? oh, you did? Well, I'm gonna check right now. Are you sure it posted? Because sometimes I've had a couple people tell me like they their uh, iTunes review didn't show up in iTunes. Like one dude even emailed me what he wrote, and I was like, that shit is not on my iTunes, bro. Wow. Yeah, I, I know I, I submitted one for uh, this podcast called Blacking It Up, and for some reason that shit did not go through. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check, man. I'm, I'm looking up here right now. You know when you sent it? Uh, yeah, it was a while ago. It had to be like what five months ago. All right, what's the what's the name of your? Uh, you know your name of your iTunes account? Do you want to say? What's what's the iTunes? Account? Uh, our iTunes account? Yeah. I think it's under TrackWop. Actually, you know, we can take this offline. You, you can sign off. <laughs> no, hell no. Mm-mm. Dude, we're getting to the bottom of this shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you should have never opened this door. Yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll be under, like, close, like, it'll be pretty deliberate. Like, it'll be Clove Roy or Clove Sword. Alright. That way he'll yeah. stop crying. I don't see it, man, but... Oh, just tell us what what would you have said, Clove? I don't, I don't, I, don't, I really don't see it. I'm not joking. I clear it's not posted because we read everyone on on, on on um our feedback episode. Oh, maybe he was cursing. And oh, I too. Oh yeah, I, I do. Fucking awesome. I should be like, no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clove, you you tell us what you said, man. And then I, I was just uh, what I said on the iTunes review that I was really feeling you guys. Shirley and I are both feeling you guys. And uh, we're really happy that we, we came across your show. It's uh, one of the best shows we've heard on, uh, like, in the podcast that we've listened to. And uh, we just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that and everybody was listening. Cool, man. And did you Thank give us five you. stars? That's the important. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. I would have I would, I given you ten if they let me. Cool. Well, you know what, Chloe? You guys can come back. Thank um, you. <laughs> Yeah, one of yes. our favorite guests of all time. I know, across the border. Yeah, and uh, really seriously, we appreciate you guys doing the show, man, yeah. and we do want to have you guys back. Well, and, uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, you guys hooked up that Jones that we were having, so uh, thanks a lot. Yes, thank you for, uh, thanks for feeding the drugs, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, until next time. That's drugs. I love you. You too, babe. Mwah. I never knew I, I never knew I. Mike check one two. I never knew Who woulda knew? I never knew Who woulda known? I never knew Fuck with a story. Motherfucker comes out. I never knew
Sells a couple of million records And these motherfuckers hit the ceiling I don't do black music I don't do white music I make fight music for high school kids I put lives at risk when I drive like this I put wives at risk with a knife like this Shit, you probably think I'm in your take deck now I'm in the backseat of your truck with duct tape stretched out Duck the fuck way down, waiting to straight jump out Put it over your mouth and grab you by the face What now? Oh, you want me to watch my mouth? How? Take my fucking eyeballs out and turn them around? Look, I'll burn your fucking house down Circle around and hit the hydrant so you can't put your burning furniture out I'm sorry, there must be a mix-up You want me to fix up lyrics while the president gets his dick sucked? That take drugs, rape sluts, make fun of gay clubs, men who wear makeup, get away, wake up, get a sense of humor. We're trying to send some music, this is for your kids' music. But don't blame me when Lil Eric jumps off of the terrace. You should have been watching him, apparently, you ain't parents. I never knew why, knew I would get this big. I never knew why, knew I'd affect this kid. I never knew why, get him to slit his wrist. I never knew why, get him to hit this bitch. I never knew why, knew I would get this big. I never knew why, knew I'd affect this kid. I never knew why, get him to slit his wrist. I never knew why get him to hit this bitch So who's bringing the guns in this country? Mm -hmm. I couldn't sneak a plastic pellet gun through customs over in London And last week I seen this Schwarzenegger movie Where he's shooting all sorts of these motherfuckers with a Uzi I see these three little kids up in the front row Screaming go with their 17-year-old uncle I'm like guidance Ain't they got the same moms and dads who got mad when I asked if they like violence? And told me that my tape taught him to swear What about the makeup you allow your 12-year-old daughter to wear? Mm -hmm. So tell me that your son doesn't know any cuss words When his bus driver's screaming at him, fucking him up worse And fuck was the first word I ever learned up in the third grade Flipping the gym teacher the bird So read up, about how I used to get beat up Peed on, be on free lunch, and change school every three months My life's like, kinda what my wife's like Fucked up after I beat her fucking ass every night, Ike So how much easier would life be if 19 million motherfuckers grew to be just like me? Cause I never knew why, knew I would get this big I never knew why, knew I'd affect this kid I never knew why, get him to sleep I never knew why, get him to hit this bitch. I never knew why, knew I would get this big. I never knew why, knew I'd affect this kid. I never knew why, get him to slit his wrist. I never knew why, get him to hit this bitch. I never knew why, knew I have a new house or a new car. A couple years ago, I was more poor than you are. I don't got.